0: to a Countout podcast.
1: and welcome to ring post radio episode 25 scotty can you believe it we've we've done 25 of these wow that's a lot
2: <laughs> i did not know we did that many
1: it, yeah it doesn't feel like it which i think is a good thing um obviously but it definitely does not feel like we've done 25 of these these shows well i'm not famous of making hundreds of dollars yet so i guess it won't feel like it until we get there that's true that's true i mean that we're in, we are in the wrestling podcast business. It's not like it's the most uh, profitable <laughs> business. Oh yeah,
2: there. ask Conrad Thompson, buddy.
1: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, because he gets to get get Rick Flair and all these other people on. Yeah, there.
2: but Rick Flair sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more entertaining yeah. than Rick Flair. That's true.
1: <laughs> i think we just got the quote of the show early
2: <laughs> yeah we I'll start off hot ladies and gents
1: scotty edwards i'm more entertaining than rick flair like i'll well,
2: let's it, just let's just talk truth here can let's we just talk truth
1: here? When we have t-shirts can they be uh just our faces with a quote next to them so it says you i'm more entertaining than rick flair
2: I think that's the start of something great right there. And, you know, we'll put the little like Ringpost Radio stamp on it underneath just mm-hmm. so people are like, oh, what is that from? Oh, this is an amazing podcast called Ringpost Radio. Very is nice. he really more entertaining than Ric Flair? Mm-hmm. Of course he is. There's, he only one about to, about
1: the, there's only one way to find out, and that's by listening to Ringpost Radio. Of
2: course he is. He rants about NWA, GGW, <laughs> and Impact. What's not to love? What's not to love about that? Well, you could say, you know, maybe they should talk about better topics. And I also think that sometimes. But here we are, this week, and if you want to talk about great topics, we got. We don't have that for you. We do have topics though. There's and yeah. That's what this is about.
1: Yeah, there's definitely topics today. There's definitely new It's it's more news than anything. There we're all, we are. We are going to review the Rev Pro High Stakes Show, uh, which is a v- phenomenal show. Top down, I thought.
2: Look, look at Ryan. He just dropped a phenomenal
1: yeah co- comment. Mm-hmm. 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 I
2: thought it was a phenomenal. Ryan show. Knightsey. More entertaining than AJ Styles.
1: And they dabbed and lost all the credibility. All right, continue. <laughs> um, we're also gonna talk about the insanity that was the Shane McMahon news. Like this More week- like
2: there goes the money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Scotty, I told you not to burn that joke too early. You got to save it for uh, the, it for the, really. <laughs> for the for hour two. You got to save it for hour two.
2: If we're talking about Shane McMahon in hour two, the, what happened?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the financial report, sort of some, some of the big financial news from WWE. Not really, you know, big topic there, big surprise, I think. But there is a, a, a news item to be have, of course. Um. And of course, we're going to answer some audience questions. So at the end of the show, uh, time permitting, carry the show. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) From time permitting, we got audience questions. So if you're watching this live or anything, uh, of course, you can leave a comment uh, in whatever platform you're watching this on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, supposedly uh, restream will get it to us. Uh, They've apparently not gotten to us before, so I don't I don't quite know what would happen, but you know, we'll see, I guess.
2: I'm doing the Shane McMahon thing. <laughs> Is that what you're doing?
1: Is that what you've yeah. been doing for this past this past year? Um excuse me. No. <laughs> so there'll be a lot of Shane McManning. His elbow must be destroyed from all the Shane McManning. My elbow hurts. Yeah. So I can only imagine his elbow hurts. Well, uh and in, in a good sense, uh, the money, the money did come for uh, WWE. It wasn't in the form of Shane McMahon, but it wasn't form in, of literal cash. Um, this is the full <laughs> year of these are some highlights for the other. So WWE had the financial report, quarterly financial report. That was not only quarter four, I believe, but also year of 2021 of their financials. And this company is now a billion dollar company, Scotty billion with a B uh revenue increased. Do, you know, do you know what also this is, starts with the B this is revenue by the way this is revenue increased to be a billion dollar company not net income but revenue what are we saying do you know what also starts with a B what's that budget cuts there weren't any this time around at least that we know of there may have Yet. been like NXT like people or whatever like you know the tra- trainee people but who the hell knows um so revenue increased 12 percent to 1.095 billion highest in company history that's insane the insanity of that is insane their operating income is going to be increased as well basically obviously this is all from like their television deals making them a shit ton of money this is obviously from the saudi arabia deals making a lot of money which note on that is that nick khan was like Why not more? Someone questioned, why not you have more Saudi shows if it gives you this much money? And Nick Conn was like, I agree. (laughs) So who knows what's going to happen there? Um, But it does show. I think the the biggest news thing that I got from this, Scotty, was not only does I think there's two points, one. uh, In what what is probably the worst quality uh, of WWE programming ever year, and a year, it was the most profitable year in uh, WWE history. Um, so I, so the as I, I don't know if there's a correlation there that as it gets worse, profits go up. Um, but it's certainly that uh, n- the the quality of the show is not at all related to the money they're currently making. Uh, and that is, <laughs> and is, the, and the, is that frustrating to hear?
2: yeah yeah because nothing matters mm-hmm. nothing about wwe matters anymore it's gonna be shit and they're gonna make millions of dollars billions and it's not gonna matter and we people are gonna complain we're gonna complain on this podcast because this is a wrestling podcast you can't just you know avoid the biggest wrestling company in the world but nothing matters we're never going to get back to the days of even five years ago i think you know unless something crazy happens and you know they can't get a deal which is never going to happen because they're live programming for you know they would have 50, to be like 50 weeks out of the year
1: 52 right i don't think they make well they make a I'm, same gu-
2: break. I'm guessing they took they took they take break for uh christmas time again
1: oh because they, um, they- record they tape. Least, yeah, yeah so
2: think about that they are live content sports content. tire year
1: live sports content
2: no one else can give you that and that's why they make bank uh the only good news about them making so much money is that you know looking down the pipeline AEW is going to start making even more money because this is this is serious like uh wwe you know most weeks if not all weeks has worse content than AEW. uh hopefully people notice that and AEW can also benefit from this that's really how i'm looking at it now because wwe ain't changing anytime soon they're going to keep releasing people when they want to they're going to book terrible shows when they want to and then they're going to keep on trucking because there's nothing stopping them right now
1: yeah i think the You kind of alluded to the fact that, like the the thing that could act like you know, no of what I've seen from Nick Khan, it is definitely the idea of like, who gives a shit? We're making money. That's the kind of attitude he kind of has. Um, so I don't, you know, it's fair. You know, that's his job is make money for the company. Uh, and right now they're making the most money they've ever made. So who gives a crap about the quality of the product? They're able to sell the product, which is a little bit of a Trojan horse thing, right? But uh, yeah, I think the if the market change to no longer want to have live sports broadcast, which I do think is funny because WWE calls itself entertainment, but when they want to be sports, they want to be sports. Um, that it in, until that market changes, which you know it will at some point. It's just a matter of when. It's just I mean, a matter of if probably
2: it, not anytime soon.
1: I don't think so either. Uh, unless something dra- tragic, not tragic, drastic happens. Um, I don't think so either. I think the market sort of all the markets are everything sort of staying this, you know, continuing it, The question is, obviously, if it comes before or after their TV deal expires, probably come after. So it means they'll make even more money at some point and probably more and probably more money. Their TV, their TV deals will probably be even better, which is yeah. weird as hell because the ratings of the TV de- ratings are getting worse and worse. So I don't understand why you would give reward that with more money. That doesn't make any sense. Like that's just, I don't know anything about big business studios and all that stuff, but like that doesn't make any sense on like a a TV standpoint of even if it's like live sports broadcasting. Yeah. Your ratings are worse than what we had (laughs) where you have this other product like AEW that are getting better and better that are growing an audience. So I don't understand why you would, why they would be like that and be like, you know, why don't we just, shift to this other thing that's has way more ratings results um so that's all weird um the other thing go ahead uh
2: the the thing with the networks is that's when you'll get your best wwe content is when those deals are about to come up that's when you're going to start seeing better content especially on fox uh you know usa is going to give out the bag every single time that's you know nbc they're going to do this the deal every time. That's not changing. Mm. But Fox, you can see it on SmackDown. You can see them try to pick up their game probably in a year or so just to try to get another deal. Will they get another deal? We've heard a lot of rumors that, you know, these two, these two sides aren't working together, yada, yada, yada. So it'll be a matter of time if we know they'll get a deal or not. I believe they said those talks start in 2023. So it'll be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, I was just about to look up to see when that happens. Um, Yeah, and they also have, uh, speaking of deals, they have a great streaming rights deal as well. Um, Obviously, they had the network. The network came into Peacock, and it's proving to be the greatest move that they've ever done. Not only, obviously, increasing revenue, Scotty. But just across the board, it's like practically every pay-per-view they've had, sorry, premium live event they've had is like up 20% in viewership from the year prior when there was on the network. Um, yeah. Like 20 to 30% viewership. Like that's insane. Um, obviously, you know, the Peacock, uh, how many How many total? I think they have like in their 3 million uh, in terms of total Peacock's peacock yeah there's a lot that
2: number came out recently too
0: they had a lot up.
1: more than uh the network ever could have dreamt of which makes sense right because yeah wb network was half of that i believe uh i think it was a lot less than half yeah a lot less than half yes yeah, sorry uh peacock as of july of 2021 hit 54 million subscribers <laughs>
2: I mean, that's what happens though when you have all those things combined. So.
1: Uh 9 million paid subscribers as of January 1st, 2022. 24.5 million active monthly subscribers. So you have 24.5 million active monthly subscribers as of January. That is way more than half than the network ever had. Way more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way
2: more. Even- I don't even think they broke like 200,000.
1: <laughs> Let me see. Uh, they, they, because they thought they would get like 3 million or something. And I think they got like 1.5 million.
2: Wow. Yeah. They, yeah. No,
1: they never got. Yeah. The service had 1.5 million subscribers as of October 30th. So they went from the viewership of 1.5 million to the potential viewership of, uh,
2: yeah it's a good win it's a good win
1: it's a good win and that's a that was a great call and you know you you give props to where to do that is a great move obviously great move for a company i don't like this company i want it to uh make better wrestling content obviously but it's like when you're when you're making in a business strategy that is an insanely great deal an insanely great move i would almost think 20 and 30 percent is too low you would think maybe a little bit higher than that, but since you quad not even quad what's the times like twenty percent? I guess that makes sense. There's a twenty yeah, no. What do I know? Math. What are we, finance bros? I, I wish T
2: V ratings mattered more than we all think they do.
1: Yeah, I Doesn't think matter a lot for AEW. They don't matter for WWE. I think that's very interesting, is that they is how T V ratings just seem seemingly don't matter. I mean, obviously, they will. will when they get to the TV rights deals up again and they start negotiating for that again, we'll see how much they matter for WWE. But right now, it's like, who gives a shit? We're making money. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? You said what was that? 2023 was when those TV rights deals were up or negotiations started? Uh, the negotiations started. I think 2024 is when they're officially up. Do you think that that is that we potentially could get the sort of um aew versus wwe r- you know war happening that they a- kind of like the attitude era thing of like oh we'll actively fight against the competition sort of thing because you know that's when I... attitude era is when everyone loved wwe do you think that would be a good idea to try to re- to get that negoti- negotiation stuff because do you think that would pull in the audience
2: No, I really don't. I don't think, I think the thing with uh, the negotiation part is that WWE just, they're so, they care about AEW. That's, That's just, you know, they give that idea every single time they do these things. But when it comes down to, you know, their top dollar. I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, I would love, I would love like a Fox to like look at AEW and say, wow, that's better content. That's, you know, that's great. Why don't we go for them
1: instead? Oh, that's never going to happen. Brandon Thurston just tweeted out another graphic of AEW ratings. These are pretty good.
2: That's my point. That's never going to probably happen, at least for this turnaround. Maybe the next time negotiations come up and I do think AEW is going to be very, loyal to at&t to warner media so i don't see i don't see anything coming up from that yet but it'll be interesting i guess it'll be interesting to see how much money AEW makes actually in their next deal because that's actually really intriguing to me because they're such a success
1: i agree i agree i definitely agree there um, the other big news that came out of uh, WWE uh, and Scotty, I believe this is where the, the joke comes. So WWE made a bunch of money, but Scotty.
2: There goes the money. Money, 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 dollar, money, money, money,
1: money, 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 money. Ching, 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 Bling, Bling. <laughs> this is the kind of show that people like. And I respect it. I respect our audience. I love our audience so much because this is the kind of nonsense shenanigans that they're going to get and that they have grown to love, of course, our, our insanity. Right, Scotty? Oh, hell yeah.
2: Sorry, That's not a Shane McMahon thing because he got released.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we record, we review the Royal Rumble, talk about how bad it is. And then the news <laughs> that comes out of this pay-per-view is all time an all-time week of news right so we hear obviously that hey shane mcmahon he's he's the guy that booked the royal rumble he's the he's the well i mean there's other people that booked it apparently with him but he's the he's the fall guy right
2: ryan remember tyson Kidd wasn't there the entire world what the hell without him
1: Mm -hmm. there was i believe they brought i believe it said they brought in finley to help I believe I read that somewhere that they brought in Finley because Tyson kid wasn't there, uh, who is the guy that runs it. There's also a report saying that Tyson kid isn't happy right now with working with WWE. So that's Shocker. great. Uh, I don't know how Natalia feels about that. Um, uh, yeah. So Tyson Kidd once maybe wants to be out. They had to bring Finley in. They bring in Shane McMahon out of nowhere for whatever reason to bo- help book this thing. Shane McMahon the entire time is like trying to put himself over trying to make the Royal Rumble about him for a feud for Seth Rollins. There's a report that he's like, Oh, let me be number one. Let me do all this other stuff that he was pre quote pre preoccupied with his own booking in the match. And obviously frustrated the day of the show. And that some believe that come from his ideas being shot down by Vince McMahon. Other reports uh, that line there is from a, uh, Mike Johnson from PWInsider.com. There's other reports that also stated that it wasn't just Vince McMahon shooting down his ideas, but rather also Brock Lenzer being like, no, 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 no we're going to do this.
2: <laughs> um, I also ran do- I saw Randy Orton was like, no. <laughs> he yeah, was like, uh, you're going to go in and then you're going to throw it out. The fuck out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was also apparently like it was so poorly booked that on the day it changed multiple times, the numbers all got screwed up, that same thing about Randy Orton, he apparently I'm guessing his number got pulled. He was ready to go out. And then here comes the money. Here we go. That started playing and Randy's like, uh, I'm not coming out to that. So that's your that's your cue, man. And then that was that. Um, yeah. And that explains the atrocity, the tro- the atrocity, let's say.
2: There we go.
1: Uh, of that Royal Rumble, right? I have a take. Go for it.
2: As much as wwe doesn't care about you know their content and you know so forth i think this week tells you that deep down they still care about their content outside of just the wrestlers because the fact that and especially their biggest matches yeah royal rumble royal rumble you're not supposed to miss royal rumble even the worst royal rumble should be entertaining yeah this was not the case this year and That, that, that rule has been proven false. (laughs) That is why someone has been fired like that. They realize they sit there and realize this is our hit. You know, this is how we kick off to WrestleMania. These next three months are all that matter in WWE's calendar. And the fact that they started off so poorly, that's why Shane McMahon is gone. That's why, you know, they're going to do everything they can to keep a Tyson kid next year's Royal Rumble is probably going to have some ridiculous surprise in it. You know, they're, they're going to try and as much as they don't care about content, they care about their biggest shows. They care about their road to WrestleMania. And that's why Shane McMahon's no longer there.
1: Yeah, they, they certainly do care about these. They ripped up all of their future plans with McMahon, who was allegedly supposed to feud with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Thank Aust- God for Seth Rollins. Austin Theory took his spot in the Elimination Chamber, uh, which, by the way, the the winner uh, of the Royal Rumble is also in that chamber, still fighting for a different title.
2: We don't call that. We don't have to break that down. <laughs>
1: we'll, bre- we'll break that. Well, will we break that down? I don't think we will. We, do we want to yeah, preview? No, we're
2: not, we're, not, we're not talking sweet Saudi, sweet Saudi money nine.
1: Where is the guy? Do you think I, uh, do you think didn't have a nickname for that one. do you think they're gonna come out and be like, hey, where's that big guy that won the greatest Royal Rumble? Where is he? Where's that title? We like that moment. Nah,
2: they probably they'll no, they'll just put it um never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Like it's just gonna, it's gonna get be canceled. We're not going. <laughs> We're not
1: gonna do it. Uh you know what else I want so like so yeah. So Shane McMahon gets gets fired, everything gets ripped up. Uh <laughs> it's insanity this company, because it's like then you also hear reports of like they have no idea what they're doing, if they're top title like, oh, they might want to do title versus title. And it's like, so why did Brock win the Rumble? Like it's it is (laughs) not nothing they had. It's not. Here's the thing It's there's one thing that nothing matters, but it's another thing that's like it's very obvious while you're watching it that there is no plan like we we all make fun of like there's no long term booking, but there seems to be no short term booking and that they have no clue what they're doing at wrestlemania and that's bad it is not even just the shane mcmahon of it all it is the t- world title it is both world. this titles.
2: has become their problem over the past like well, yeah we'll probably see last year sure you know because the year before they knew what they were doing at uh wrestlemania that they had those plans and then you know COVID happened but their new thing is they don't know their plan going into wrestlemania and that's bad that's that's terrible it's not because wrestlemania i don't care what anyone else says that's your biggest show of the year as the show that will have the most eyes on it that is a two-night extravaganza um what is the commercial telling me oh it's stupendous it's just stupid (laughs) but that's fine they're gonna run Uh, out of adjectives (laughs) they're gonna be in at&t stadium in dallas going to have the biggest crowd possible. You know, they're going to near a hundred thousand. Maybe I don't know how tickets are selling, but the whole thing is it, you have this grand plan and you can't put together your WWE championship match three months out, you should have it far earlier than three months out, let alone yeah, now. And yeah. ugh, it's just, it, it's annoying because. You just feel bad for the talent. You know, that's that's really all we can do when we talk about WWE. And we've said that on the show. All you can do is feel for the talent because that's really who you're cheering on anymore. You're not cheering on the business, uh, the, the company. You're cheering on the wrestlers that still work there because what did they do? They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, maybe the wrong thing they did was re But... Listen, get your bag, get your bag. Like, I'm not going to yell at someone for going to get their money and, you know, providing for their family. That's what you got to do. Yeah. So really all we can do is, you know, cheer for them. And it sucks because you, they, the universal title is their most important title right now because of who it's on, Yeah. but forever, it's going to be the WWE championship and they don't even care about it. what's going to be the match at WrestleMania. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you because they can't tell me. So why would I be able to
1: tell you? Yeah, one of our audience questions that we'll get to eventually later, you know, if, if we have time, of course, is, is to predict the card for AEW Revolution. I think the fun one is predict the card for WrestleMania, man. Who the hell knows? <laughs> like, like, okay, sure. Brock versus Roman. Locke. Charlotte versus Ronda. Locke. Charlotte versus L- Ronda. Locke. Becky versus that's i think that's no, pretty we're not doing pretty these. lock bianca's
2: not they're bianca's doing not. bianca
1: no, i don't why, understand why, but why do you think that why do you think that because
2: there's been reports that they're doing
1: that oh is that true i haven't seen yeah reports. why not just do they'll probably just do becky and like a four-way with like Liv and and bianca i don't
2: and... think i don't think you understand how much they don't care about Liv. what about You've been giving what about, Liv a lot of credit what about and they don't give a shit about Liv. what about lita no, they're already doing lead at uh sweet Saudi Money well, seven. Why do they just do at WrestleMania 2? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you asking me these questions? I don't care. I don't I can't I don't care
1: anymore. And now they're just WWE, and that's the problem. That the fans don't care. They don't care. Anyway, if Shane McMahon got released, fuck him. Shane McMahon got released. He, the only, he re- the
2: Royal the only release.
1: Well, the only release this week. There, I guess there was the other guy, Brian Kendrick, Spanky. But yeah, don't
2: worry. There was a report that he's probably coming back down the line. It's it it, it, so well. I mean, we gotta re- we have to remember that he is the son of the owner of the company.
1: <laughs> oh, Shane McMahon. I thought you were talking about Spanky.
2: Oh no no no! They said they'll like, bring back Shane. Now Spanky. Who the hell knows?
1: Yeah, Shane will be back. That's that's. They just cut him right now. He, he's going to be back at some point.
2: Uh, like, listen, we have a lot of heat on us right now. Got to cut someone. He's a scapegoat. Here's your $2 million paycheck. Go sit at home. We'll call you back in four months. Yeah, he'll be back. Whatever will I do without my Shane McMahon WrestleMania match? Oh, no.
1: But also, like, such a, like, we have no stars, so let's bring in Shane McMahon.
2: Shane McMahon, who's not a trained wrestler.
1: This company, man
2: this company, this company. let's talk about something else that's entertaining. today i can't because we just spent 25 minutes talking about wwe and it's just it's not a good
1: time this company stinks man
2: brock lesnar's cool
1: brock lesnar's cool he's cool i, I like him i like seeing him wrestle but it's just not this company i, I was thinking about
2: yesterday i was like yeah imagine if we could like pick up brock and put them somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> did you
1: literally just do the patrick star meme
2: <laughs> yep that's exactly what i meant but imagine i was like well imagine we could just like <laughs> let's pick them up then and push them somewhere else send them send the current form of brock lesnar to any other company and we could have a great time uh ryan's dying everybody it's it's okay it was a good run yeah, yeah. uh this was ring post radio presented by You know it's sad. First yeah. thing that popped in my never mind. I'm not gonna say it. never
1: mind. <laughs> oh, can I also real quickly talk about the Royal Rumble? Um,
2: no, uh, I mean it's your show as much as it's mine. So yeah, <laughs> I
1: just want to do my I just want to do my victory lap real quick because I didn't think about it when we were reviewing the show. I already got my victory lap. Yeah, yeah. you watch bad wrestling. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that I guess. <laughs> uh, so like. There was the report about like WWE t- contacting Mickey James, right? Yeah, and like they, you know, there was another report right before the Rumble that was like, "Hey, yeah, they contacted, uh, uh you know, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay to come back in as well." And they were like, "No, no, no, we're good." And I made the comment of like, "They probably asked other people, right?" And you're like, "I don't know." And then there's other reports that's like, "Nia Jax was asked, Lana was asked," and I didn't even think about when we were watching the Rumble. Sarah Logan was probably asked. um Who the heck know about any of the other? uh There
2: is people. Sarah Logan showed up. Sarah Logan so. showed up. <laughs> Imagine if Lana showed up. I would have been like, "Oh, shut it off, shut it!" I kind of did that when Sarah Logan showed up. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I was like, "What is? What, what is? What? What are these surprises? What are we doing here,
1: you, man? It's not I a surprise if you cut before. them a year ago." <laughs>
2: I can't talk about this anymore. If we're going to talk about anything in WWE, uh, I watched uh, Blair Davenport pretty much snap her ankle on NXT UK
1: this week. That was tough. Felt bad. Get better soon. You're welcome. Yeah, hopefully she does. Did uh, you see that? No, did, I did you not. see that? I watched the clip and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's,
2: all I meant. that's all I meant. Did you see the clip? The clip was, oh,
1: it's just those things. It's just you land wrong, right? You land wrong. We saw just... it with
2: uh, Ray Phoenix.
1: It's all very Phoenix. You land wrong. That was gruesome. I hated watching that. Uh, And they
2: showed it like four more times.
1: And uh, and who knows? When it pops on Peacock, they'll probably edit it out. Uh, Nope. That's what I watched it on. Oh, you're right. You're right. Interesting. Interesting why they didn't edit that out then.
2: They said, no, you have to see how our person that was probably supposed to win the title snapped their leg. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to see why she didn't win the title.
2: (laughs) Pretty much. All right, we got a good energy here. Let's get into something that you know picks us up.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Rev Pro. So we've been meeting. <laughs> That's a no. i It's a good show. Well, I don't know why you're
2: laughing. I know man. it's a good show, but just like the idea of. All right, let's talk about something that picks us up. All right, let's talk about Revolution Pro Wrestling in the scene that has
1: been dead for three years. The but. Hey, it was a great show. Rev Pro has been consistent. I've been wanting to talk about this promotion for a while on the show. We've been meaning to preview their show, review their show, but it's just you know because of the delay of up of uploading the stream to, uh, <laughs> we were trying to preview the show, but then we cut it for uh, something else because it was like super packed show. Um, uh, for Royal Rain Rumble fans. talk, Royal Rumble talk, yeah. Uh, Rev Pro has been a phenomenally booked promotion we use phenomenal again uh booked promotion for like a while now they are one of the best indies i would argue you you and i I'll watched the that. same thing last week right <laughs> same, i'll give you that same I'll thing a that. week same thing two weeks ago uh, i mean
2: it, an indie does benefit from working with new japan
1: this is true that well you know <laughs> Oh, there's other indies. There's other number. All the best
2: matches had New Japan talent.
1: There's there's other number three promotions that use New Japan talent. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Um, But it's well booked. This is an extremely book well booked company. Uh, Their matches on here were so good. How much of the show have you seen, Scotty? I watched.
2: I watched in full three matches, saw some clips elsewhere. Um, I have the general idea of the show overall,
1: though. Which three did you watch?
2: I watched Shota Amino versus Yoda Suji, Gabriel Kidd versus Frances- uh, Francesco, Francesco? Francisco Akira it's not spelled Francisco, so leave, him away. leave me alone. <laughs> Akira. And I watched uh, uh, Will Ospreay versus Michael Oku for the Rev Pro British Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. I think that's what the title's called.
1: Uh, yeah, well, let's talk about that main event first because I think that's the biggest talking point, right? Uh, phenomenal match, right? Just Will Ospreay. You know Ospreay.
2: what Dave Meltzer said about it? Three ain't enough, you ain't five. What? <laughs> <laughs> we listened to the song right before the show started yeah we did I, that's not non-context it's like there's a
1: reason i sang it like that that we, we heard it before the show so main event of course rev pro undisputed british heavyweight title match will osprey defeating michael oku 41 minute match five stars from eltzer scotty where were you at
2: man I go into Will Ospreay matches. I'm like, you know, I really don't want to like this. I really don't want to like it. It was so good. (laughs) It was so good. It was. uh, He, he, you know, but also said it perfectly. It was, it was very old school with a new school taste that made sense. You know, he had the new school of like. You know, Osprey flying through the air, doing flips. Michael Oku flying through the air, doing some crazy shit. But yeah, the old school touch of, you know, Osprey wants to make this personal and he brings his, uh, I think it's his girlfriend into it. And I thought the end was perfection. I really do. Of Osprey being like, pretty much getting fed up with Oku. Just, he hit like, Seven hidden blades on his on the poor guy and then I threw in the towel and the, Instead of the because they agreed to the match where you know, you can't the only thing that's gonna end it is Osprey or oku. It's no one else. You know the white top the top thrown in the towel doesn't mean It's over like, you know in other matches we see but that was a perfect touch and it was just it was so good it was a a 41 minute story uh i don't give it i didn't give it the perfect five stars it was you know little you know i like to nitpick a little but
1: it we, was we, we do like nitpicking
2: here. I do like nitpicking. was it, something... a little melodramatic for me. Yeah. I, was, I mean, the 41 minutes wasn't necessary. And you know, there were some dead spots in there a little bit, but the drama was fantastic. The match was fantastic. And it's I so have good. to say it. I have to say it. Will Ospreay is very good at wrestling. Yeah.
1: He is very good at wrestling. It's just, he's phenomenal. Maiku Oku, also very good. I, I think he's, yeah. you know, you know the believability of of him being like having all this heart and being tough to break down. It's not like Ishii or like these big tough dudes. It's just like, you know, Maiku Oku, small junior guy, but he just is undestructible, really. Uh, just a phenomenal effort from both these guys. Phenomenal work from all both of them uh uh oku's
2: girlfriend did Ocu's great
1: girlfriend that moment where will osprey drags her ass over the over the guardrail that was like whole oh, that it, it got real i mean i thought yeah. you know you know i thought she was playing it up a little bit too much but it was just like <laughs> it's just uh, throughout the match but i was just like that moment was like oh that was real there was a lot of and that's what also was great about like wrestling is imperfect imperfection in perfection of wrestling is the moment where it feels real that you forget it's fake. That that moment where he, he grabs the girlfriend and then like Oku comes out of nowhere with this like drop flying drop kick. Will Ospreay flies back into the guardrail. Oku checks on his girlfriend, then turns around, looks at Will Osprey, blood rushing down his face eyes wide open like you mother and just beats the crap out of him and that was like great earlier in the match where they're on the top rope and osprey throws him into the uh the table oh yeah that was nuts that was that was terrifying um Mm -hmm. just that was a great moment these these moments that make you forget you're watching uh something fake these real moments that's that's the genius of pro wrestling and these two guys know what they were doing, uh, know what they were having to put on there. The ref stoppage stipulation was great, or the lack of ref stoppage stipulation was great, I should say. Uh, Maiku Oku looked very good. The blood was very good. Uh, you said, like, Will Ospreay was flying over the place. He wasn't really flying that much all over the place. You know, he was doing a no, lot of No, but he was just... doing
2: his, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes he would do it. yeah he he has really slowed that down in all his matches he doesn't he's not the junior he once was anymore yeah he has uh added a more methodical mindset of sorts to his and i think it's made him such a better wrestler
1: yeah he he can he is so much more methodical he's got that heavyweight main event style now uh and it's just man you know it if the I I really wish the crowd was fully behind Oku. Obviously, there was there were people for, rooting for Osprey. That would have made the match even better. Um, uh, but it's just this match the the work that like it's unbelievable that Will Osprey's been doing, and also it's Will Osprey. Man, he's in Rev Pro as the main uh, the the world champion, right? We this big new, ginormous belt. They're putting the new South Belt to shame. Um this this guy is just leading this company. He had this outstanding match of Ricky Knight Jr. He has this match with Michael Oku. It's just he's just building up dudes, and it's like, man, this company is just making some of the best English wrestlers, not even English, European, I guess, wrestlers uh right now. It's just it's just miles ahead of anything else in happening in england it's just you know you take from the what it, where it's at right now to where it was you know what was it five years ago six years ago mm-hmm. it's just night and day practically
2: yeah uh, i i do say that they benefit massively from the uh, new japan relationship they use oh, yeah. that talent you know maybe more and better than any other promotion outside of new japan uh you know every match that i watched in full on the show had new japan talent in it and i thought they all shine in some way um and to bring up an osprey match that i liked a lot uh he had a match with uh shoda or as everyone likes to call him shooter for the title i believe at the end of last year um and you know it's asking a lot of shooter because you know he's still on excursion clearly um, but it was a good, uh, showcase for the potential future race of, uh, new Japan. So,
1: yeah, no, it was, this was just a, a top down great show. Uh, yeah. you know, starting off with Alex Coughlin making a surprise appearance, attacking Gideon Gray and beating him in like, the no longer young shows. lion, no longer young lion. This appears to be his excursion. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, seems that but... I don't, I don't believe he's booked. He may be booked for some american shows he might be booked for terminus probably just because i started realizing they're booking people that didn't make the first show um you know he no longer young lion alex Coughlin. he looks great he looks phenomenal new gear same stash that's all that matters baby gotta keep it gotta Gotta keep keep the stash stash. uh and then shoda umino defeating yoda suji man
2: I like this match a lot. Me too.
1: Uh, (laughs) I thought this match was great. (laughs) Like I,
2: this was my second favorite match on the show, which a lot of people pick uh, Kid and Akira, which is fair because you know they beat the snot out of each other. But I thought, I actually thought Suji actually looked incredible in this match. I thought uh, he really showed out because you know everyone's eyes are on Shooter here. Let's not let's not lie. He is the guy that. You know he's considered next in the line of greatness, uh, but Yoda's doing like Yoda's doing things that I did not know he could do. You know because we see the young lion matches and you know they're not supposed to be doing you know kicks and s- offense. They're just supposed to be forearming the shit out of people and drop kicks. So it was really cool to see him uh, show out and. Is Shooter ready yet to take that man? I don't know. But was Okada when he jumped in? No. I don't think he was. I mean, he was an impact. and no. well, It's hard to, hard to tell there. <laughs> so that's not really his fault. But you, you never really know until they get back to New Japan traditional, right? So, you know, you look at these two guys, and you're like, okay. If you told me in five years they were main eventing, wrestled Don'taku for the IWGP world title, probably wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. honestly in five years
1: yeah i think i think shoda definitely gotten better uh at yeah, rev pro there was a point in time there where things were looking bleak for shoda when uh, they first got back yeah yeah when they first got back, it was, it was kind of not looking good but he's he's, he's turning around he's looking better i love yoda suji he's yeah he's, you know this is the i believe one of his first matches as as a newly appointed uh what's that faction called uh, legion legion yeah newly appointed he's tanahashi's boy so of course he's great he's great i think he's i think yoda is very good i really enjoy him a lot i thought this match was outstanding um yeah. i'm trying to remember a single spot from it so maybe that's there's something to say there i mean it was really cool that i watched uh, this like a week sh- ago so <laughs> yeah me too
2: shooters using the um death rider for anyone which is the paradigm shift Mm-hmm. so that match will happen
1: someday it'll be very cool yeah yeah i wonder where or, or i wonder what how that would how that will happen i'm surprised they haven't brought him into aew yet i'm surprised they haven't brought in any of these uh young lions into AEW yet
2: i would like to see them bring in shooter for i'm gonna keep on shooter because that's what we call uh, i'd like to see them bring him in for some strong tapings so i know he that's he's on excursion to England and whatnot, but I think you benefit from different crowd, you know, different atmosphere than just rev pro.
1: Yeah. And I think maybe everyone else is moving around. That's true. That is true. It's like the, the Japan centric, uh, uh, young lions are only going to the place that they're told to go to. Right. Or the other guys are like all over the place for
2: Gabriel kid and. uh, well, I don't think he's a young lion anymore, but Alex
1: Coughlin, for a good example. I mean, he
2: we don't really know what he's doing, to be fair. We don't know if he's on an excursion to Rev Pro or if he's just showing up in Rev Pro.
1: Yeah, and I guess, to be fair to Gabe, Gabe Kidd, they're uh, g- giving him a little bit looser leash based on what happened, based on what has happened yeah. with him, so I don't blame him whatsoever. He's good, though. I like Gabe Kidd a lot. So, yeah, this match is outstanding. Shota Umno, Suji. I, I thought I was not able to watch the Kid match. I was not oh, able to watch the tag match. Uh, I've been watching these matches Kidding at work. Kara was awesome. I've been watching these matches at work, and I could not watch the last two or the second to last two uh, oh, in man. time. But I thought this match was outstanding. Umno and Suji. Uh, I you, think
2: you th- like Kid versus Kara a lot. Just a lot man. of, I can't just
1: a lot of stiff slapping and chopping. Uh, no. Kara was really good. Yes. If you haven't seen. Uh Dan Maloney versus Callum Newman with Dan Maloney picking up the win. You haven't seen this match. The match nope. is okay. Match is fine. Uh these guys are both pretty good. Callum Newman is Callum Newman is a Will Ospreay trainee. So you know for a fact that this kid's going to be something someday. Mm-hmm. Um Dan Maloney, he's he's leaning into the heel stuff. He's healing now. Uh you know, I think it's any kind of like a little promo thing afterwards that wasn't that great. You know, I think, you know, we're starting the Dan Maloney <laughs> heel turn thing. So it's just sort of like, ah, OK, well, maybe he'll That's figure funny. it out. But he hasn't quite figured it out yet, I think. Um, but it was still fine. I think it was. Can't win fine them all. Uh, Rev Pro undisputed disputed British women's title match. Alec Windsor defeating Charlie Evans. Charlie Evans coming from Australia to America to uh, to. Uh, Charlie England, Evans is going everywhere to England with her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I think Charlie Evans is actually really good. Uh, I, I watched her in Beyond for the first time uh, wrestling Masha Slamovich, which, you know, of course, Masha, Masha Slamovich is great. But I thought that match Masha was is great. That match ruled Yeah. Um, between those two. I think Charlie Evans has got a good potential there. Um, the women's division and, and Rev Pro it could 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 be better. They've had issues, obviously, with Jamie Hader, Daven Blair Davenport now I guess Giselle Shaw is going in to impact you know they've had people yeah. getting scooped up left and right so they're doing their best. they brought high end in they're bringing high end in back in um, into the fold so that's that's something um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> good match, good match. Uh, Ricky Knight Jr. defeating Luke Jacobs. Rick Knight Jr. is another guy that was was sort of made by Will Ospreay. Um, Very good match here. Um, Luke Jacobs has the tough guy mentality of like the the slap me a bunch. I don't give a crap mentality, Um, which, you know, if that's where you're at as a wrestler, I love it. I want to see more of it. I can't wait to see it all Man, that hurts so much. (laughs) <laughs> oh the watch it hurts to watch but i love to hear it um uh, 22 minute match here could have been a little shorter but besides that i thought ricky knight jr was doing good work uh like i said they're making dudes in rev pro they're making dudes they have a roster of dudes they have now no with, other choice to with, be fair they have no other choice yeah they have to the stay, british wrestling scene is relatively
2: i don't want to call it dead it's i think it's trying to come back now but it was dead for a long time
1: i think rev, rev pro i think is the only company that's currently keeping it the bridge scene alive that's kicking yeah yeah progress is pretty dead progress is pretty dead but they're bringing in people did you see like these recent progress cards yeah i saw that go go on one of their shows too a gogo is on one of the shows he's he's in the loop on those shows they're bringing in jonathan gresham yeah, Chris Ridgeway is pretty good. Ridgeway is pretty solid. Jericho is pretty solid. Um they got some other people that are fairly solid, mm-hmm. but it's just like a dead brand in terms of hype. Yeah, well that's that's the that's the WWE baby. Uh which oh, what was it? What was it? I saw someone tweeting out recently about progress that it was you're a liar no one actually talks about progress no it was that it was about the gcw announced that they're going to be running a show in europe with an association of tnt that promotion oh uh, yeah tnt apparently has a relationship also with progress progress still has a relationship with wwe and it was just like mm. gcw has a relationship with wwe in three steps
2: oh by the way shout out to uh gcw for getting on russell universe good for them
1: yeah that was pretty cool i ninja mac pulling moves yeah i guess
2: <laughs> so i know one of the first matches they uploaded was uh gage versus cardona which is like the gcw match that i like a
1: lot so off the top of my head yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird, weird promotion and 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 streaming service to go on. But... Wrestle Universe is gonna just add so much. I think they're
2: gonna keep growing. Um, some people said they're gonna try to be the IWTV of Japan, and I think that's a good shout. Which is um, very
1: funny that GCW going to Wrestle Universe and not yeah, iwtv because of that yeah, whole thing.
2: How uh, <laughs> how do I say this nicely though? Um. I prefer the content on Wrestle Universe by a lot.
1: Oh, that doesn't surprise me.
2: Yeah, just but good for GCW. That's that's big. That's big time. Well, uh, now that now
1: that GCW worldwide. now that GCW is going to Wrestle Universe, does that statement still hold for you? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> see. Does this mean that we may get uh, Noah- aired live though? Might be true. Do you think if that they
2: put no no, no. before you know I already know where you're going. I don't like. It. <laughs> I don't like it. Forget, Get. Yeah.
1: Do you think there is now a chance that we can have Noah, Tokyo Joshi Pro, DDT roster members showing up in GCW in the states?
2: Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool because they come to the states and like that part's awesome. But there's the other part of the the GCW get in there getting their hands on the the good people and I don't I don't know I don't know they're not used to that so I don't I don't know you know good talent kidding I'm kidding they brought they have a lot of uh, talent that come in you know we've been talking about Moxley and company for a while Thunder Rosa and so on so th- is there a me, chance
1: probably you're telling me that you don't want to see Yuka Sakazaki versus Alley Catch. How dare you put that in this
2: the <laughs> God no. <laughs> That's interesting though, because GCW works with AWAW AW works with uh TJPW. So little uh little triangle there situation. If that means Makito comes close to Boston though, might be a win. Might be a win.
1: I think I think it's gonna be up in the air, I guess. Though GCW doesn't come near Boston, so you know, fucked up. What about what about uh I mean that's that's a match that would sell tickets. Not Yuka Yuka will will sell tickets, sure. But what I, but that's a match that I would watch, honestly. Alley catch versus Ali catch versus, Katch. Ali Katch versus Maki Ito. I would actually probably watch them <laughs> just to the like, what the hell probably is this a gonna shit be? Shit ton of people would probably watch it. <laughs> yeah. A shit ton of people would watch that match. I would watch it just because uh, I'd be like, well, what the is happening?
2: Yeah, I could see it happen. I mean, I know they're coming to the states for uh, prestige wrestling yes. out on the West Coast. Um, so maybe, 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 we don't know. Uh,
1: these two matches I were not able to see, but I want to hear your thoughts on it, Scotty. Gabriel Kidd, Francisco Akira. Uh, the oh, so good. New Japan Young Lion, All Japan Young Lion. Um, So a very interesting yeah. matchup here. Uh, What did you yeah. think of it?
2: Uh, Gabriel Kidd. I've been singing the praises of Gabriel Kidd a lot lately. I think he's doing some great work, and Akira, legitimately one of the best juniors in the world. I think, like, like legitimately, I think he is very good um, when it comes to, you know, the believability side. And these two, legitimately, just chop the shit out of each other for. I don't know. They probably went ten minutes. 10, 14 minutes or so. And they just, they beat the snot out of each other. It's really all you can ask for right in these types of matches. You don't want anything less than, okay, just give me, just give me two guys going in there and just trying to prove who's better. You know, because that's how you get to the best matches. And I've been really talking about this lately of, you know, you go back to the basics of wrestling and that's when you can get the best wrestling. And I thought, uh, i thought they really channeled that they they channeled the old styles of all japan and new japan of just two dudes going in there beating each other up and it worked a lot
1: it worked really well yeah i just think this gabriel Kidd is great gabriel Kidd has been ever since he went over to new japan he was pretty good before he was getting his name out there before
2: so, he flipped
1: the switch though he flipped that switch uh, since
2: new- he came back again
1: yeah when he became a young lion he was great then he you know obviously everything's happened he's got himself in a better head space uh he's come back that flip has been switched that match of eddie kingston um yeah i love that match you wrote a phenomenal newsletter about that um that match is great thanks, thanks man no problem no problem <laughs> oh god he's crying oh no he's crying uh, Actually, i should have something in my eye but sure yeah yeah legitimate. yeah yeah, yeah it's that's funny. what they all say <laughs> Uh oh my god oh my god we love it here uh gabriel kid obviously is just phenomenal and i'm very excited to see akira uh i'm i've heard great things and i'm very excited to see how he can do in that match
2: he is good at the how do i say this the wrestling <laughs> laredo kid confirms that he is signed to impact wrestling
1: Ooh, that tweet just come out
2: uh, someone just tweeted that out. I don't.
1: I guess he just said it in a report. But hey,
2: good for uh, good for Laredo Kid. Yeah, That's
1: pretty good. Uh, Rev Pro undisputed British tag team title match: Sunshine Machine, Chuck Mambo, and TK Cooper defeating the team of Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis. I did not watch this. You did not watch this. I thought you said you did. No. Oh, you no! Did. I
2: said I watched three matches, and oh. I looked at it and I said, oh, man." Aussie open matches can be really hit or miss with me because sometimes really? they're just, sometimes they're just absolute spot fests that bother the shit out of me. Oh
1: um, the old school man then,
2: over here. Legit, but like they'll do things up. Oh, that should be the end. Oh no, he kicked out at one. Of course he did. And then I'm like, okay. I don't I don't sometimes, sometimes. But sometimes Aussie Open, I will admit it's like you know, one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, but uh, I just I could not get myself to do it this time because I watched one of their matches from last year and I was like, Okay, you know, after the nineteenth kick out, I kinda, you know, mm-hmm. lost interest in this one. So yeah. Me and Aussie Open have a love-hate relationship right now.
1: Understood. I, I enjoy Aussie Open, so I'm definitely excited to see. They're very matches. good. They are I, very I, like, good. Like they're awesome.
2: I'm not gonna like I can't wait till they actually get to Impact uh, not impact. Jesus Christ, take it back, take it back, cancel the show until they get back to New Japan proper because you know they're part of the United Empire now.
1: You have well, new, they
2: debut in New Japan proper. You have impact on the brain. Don't ever say that again. I never I, I don't have impact on
1: the brain. Well you'll you'll certainly have impact on the brain soon enough. The uh they're they have a pay per view coming up, my friend.
2: Yeah, and the Q and A. Q and A uh we actually have an impact question.
1: That is true. So. Well, that's all the news <laughs> we had. <laughs> I mean, that's all.
2: That's all the items
1: we had. Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's uh, there's some things we could kind of preview, honestly, if you want. We got to Got into an hour. Congratulations. You're welcome, man. What uh, what
2: are what, what, what are you previewing? You gotta tell me the shows. Uh,
1: I don't know what the entire cars are, but I saw this tweeted out. Uh, I don't even know what the sh- promotion sh- is calling it, but Noah. Is having three shows this week. Oh yes, 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 yes. Ninth, tenth, and eleventh. And it is let me see if I can get the matches themselves, but more of the Go Shizaki uh run here. Uh where he's uh three straight days of the go Shizaki run, baby. Yeah, baby. Obviously, Shizaki lost to Sagura before. Uh yep. which I'm still confused about that whole thing. <laughs> uh, I thought he had to win all four to get like a title shot, but now he's like lost the first one. So why are we? Why should I care about these other three? Is that fair to say?
2: I, well, I don't know if he has to win them all. He kind of just made this his own thing. To be fair,
1: that's true. That's true. Do you think he'll win them all? I think he'll no. win the next one. He'll win the next one. So on the ninth, should probably on the ninth, <laughs> Gosiazaki is going to face Masada Tanaka.
2: Yeah, he should win that one. Should but probably.
1: who the hell knows? But yeah, who the hell knows? But he that's, probably won't. That's
2: gonna slap literally and
1: figuratively. Uh on the tenth the next day, Goshiyazaki versus Naomi Chi Oh sure. Oh sure. Why not? Why not? Oh man. And then the day after that, that was cool. The day after that, Goshiyazaki versus Kano. He better beat that jobber. Oh. Dude
2: lost it. Dude lost in less than five minutes. He better beat him. I'll be pissed if he doesn't. Oh man!
1: I think that, me, and, I
2: mean, me and me and uh, me and Mr. Congo uh, over there have we have, we have beef. You have beef with Mr. Congo Kano? One Nakajima's better. He should be the leader because he's cooler. Second,
1: I think he is the leader, isn't he?
2: No, no. Or is there? He uh, knows the leader. Oh. Um, but nah, nah, gotta no. Nah, nah.
1: You, don't, you, you don't much care for Kano. No, I mean, yeah, he lo- he
2: lost my respect when that man lost in he, two
1: seconds. Kano lost my respect when he fired kicked Muto and lost. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he loses pretty important matches. Huh? He
1: he loses to of a guys a lot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> to be fair, Goshiyazaki lost occasion Muto for the uh GHC heavyweight title, so everyone, he's still everyone I,
1: lost to Kaji Muto.
2: I think if you lose to Kaji Muto, you're automatically just
1: screwed jobber status
2: <laughs> you're just screwed look at we just named two guys i can't win anything anymore they yeah
1: st- that's it. right so february 11th like we'll see, see two mudo losers two mudo jobbers go and kano face off uh, that match just slap though. well maybe not slap a kick um
2: well both because you know yeah, shiozaki breaks people's chests um that, that and- is true and yeah, that's gonna be awesome. That'll be the best one of the three as long as go
1: is like Getting the capable
2: go. condition after
1: <laughs> the first two as long as he's good to go Shizaki, then I think that matches all three of those matches have <sighs> What this guy He's what? Seven.
2: I knew it was coming. I knew I knew you were gonna do it I knew you're gonna drop the. as long as he's go. She uh, just Ryan <sighs> you're just making these days hard to get through
1: <laughs> the only other show that i have written down here that we could preview is warrior wrestling 19.
2: oh uh that's a news bit
1: oh huh? okay okay here we go news baby here we go scotty
2: Athena, hit me ember moon's back yes and she's probably in the main event against thunder rosa for the warrior wrestling Women's Championship. So that's pretty
1: awesome. Let's pull up this card real quick. And
2: Dave Meltzer also made the comment this week that he would be shocked
1: if AEW didn't sign Athena. So let's get a vibe check on these matches real quick. Warrior right? Wrestling is pretty cool. Warrior Wrestling is pretty good. And they bring in a lot of different people. I would um, say it was
2: good. I said it was pretty cool. I,
1: I think they're it pretty is good. It's good though. It is good though. <laughs> uh, let's look at this card because I'm 100% watching this show. Ready? 100%. 100%. Bandito versus Dante Martin. Sure. Yeah,
2: that's going to be great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shit, right off the bat. Oh, crap, man. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Warhorse versus versus Dalton Castle. Yeah, not watching that. I'm intrigued. I think that's going to be a lot of gimmicky stuff, but Warhorse, man. He's been training on the Davey Richards, and I watched his last match in Warrior Wrestling at Warrior Wrestling 18. The dude's beefy. He's, Does that mean he's good? He's. I think he's getting better, but he is. He is beefed up a lot. He is. Do you swollen. remember when he fought Cody on AEW Dynamite? Yeah, I do remember that. That was a bold decision. That was not a bad match. I think that was pretty good for what it was. It wasn't. It was no Eddie Kingston or Ricky Starks, you know.
2: Well, you know that's why those two signed and the, the yeah. other
1: one didn't. <laughs> uh, Miranda Alize versus Sky Blue.
2: Haven't seen Miranda Alize show up. I don't I honestly had no idea where she went after Ring of Honor, you know, shut down again.
1: Yeah, she's shut down uh again. shut down the first time. She uh had a Hurricane Pro title match against Taya Valkyrie and that's all she's done since Final Battle. That's disappointing to read. That's really she had one match in all of January. She's probably gonna lose to Sky Blue too. According to cage match, that is really one of these
2: people are AEW talents. The other is
1: not. That's true. Mike Bailey, speedball Mike Bailey. Hell yeah, speedballs man versus Santana. Oh, that kind of that kind of slaps. I'm not gonna lie, that kind of slaps. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That this card's like, oh man, this card's pretty good. Uh, uh, I, I I fuck with that. That's good. Tag team match ready. Brian Cage, and Casey Navarro versus the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster.
2: The acclaimed, yeah. I don't know
1: what All that's I'm true. here for is the rap. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very Brian intrigued. Cage
2: gives plenty of content for this rap. Yeah,
1: uh, uh man, that's actually that's interesting. The acclaimed, <laughs> um. Uh, Gringo Loco versus Myron Reed versus Blake Christian versus Alex Zane.
2: I mean, it's going to be crazy, so I'm going to watch it. Will it be, will it be good?
1: I, I think it'll be I decent. I think it'll be decent. It'll be fun. It's Lucha. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Lucha, Lucha title match, Sam Adonis versus Lince Dorado.
2: Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. Sam Adonis won the Lucha title?
1: Yeah, the last show.
2: Why? I watched him do that moonfall at Triple A Super Triple A thing. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not. Uh let's say Dorado. How about that? I was I was wishing you some Masker at Dorado, but you know, it's fine. It's
1: no, fine. He's in GCW. Let's say he's going to Warrior. And this is his first match out of out of WWE by Oh. The way. This would be his. Oh, game. cool. Good for him. I, I'm a tree. I'll probably watch it. Let's say it's pretty solid. Tag team match, the Briscoes, Mark and Jay Briscoe versus the work horseman anthony henry and jd drake
2: oh that's probably gonna slap that's probably i'm not <laughs> gonna lie that's, that's definitely gonna
1: slap yeah that's gonna slap <laughs> i
2: like to see the work Horsemen uh, back
1: together that's pretty cool and then what we think will probably be the main event warrior women's title match thunder rosa defending her title against athena
2: i mean that's exciting that that's exciting this is a pretty good show they don't have uh you know, they don't they usually have one like really, 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 really big name. I mean, Will Osprey's their champion. Uh so but that's a good main event. That's a good main event.
1: It's a good show. Top down. This is a, this on, on paper, this top looks dollar? like dollar. B Fab? Wait a minute. B-fab when the runs.
2: Swerve contract end.
1: Uh I think uh next week? Two weeks from now, I think. Uh, I think you were the realists actually yeah my mistake uh, I think is I think if I recall correctly it was this group got uh, available like on Wednesday and then the so next we, one so and then two weeks yeah. later another group got released
2: I I'd like to you know ask Shane Strickland why does he not think Shane Strickland's a good enough name because I think that's a great name
1: I don't know my my thought would be that maybe like there's a copyright issue like a trademark issue but they never got strickland i don't think
2: he was always Isaiah swerve scott
1: yeah so that's why i'm like i don't i don't know i understand
2: why why he put the three in the swerve that's fine like if you want to keep swerve it's part of your name yeah swerve strickland like come on swerve
1: del i don't love it yeah but he's great so it's okay He's great. So that's all I can say. Oh,
2: before we get to the questions, right? Sure, hit me. This Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite, Mm -hmm. Tony Khan is opening the forbidden door, but not really. But kind of, not really.
1: This is the Scotty. This is the Scotty question of the week.
2: But not really. But he kind of is. He's opening the forbidden door that the person's gonna shut solid, keep closed forever. I don't know. He explained it really weird. Who is destroying Isaiah Cassidy
1: on Wednesday night? Uh, I think it's a dead lock, Keith Lee. Me too. Okay, cool. I think I de- think he and you know why I think that one because he's great. He's the easiest pickup in the world. I there's no question why you pick up this guy. I don't understand why they're like, oh, we're thinking about it. No, you pick up this guy. Pick, this guy's a you pick. You pick up and I get it. There is like maybe some concerns because he's not the same. Key. He, you know, he's older. He's maybe not the same Keith Lee as he was pre WWE um he's you know went through covid and that took him out for a very long time so you know he's he's he's, maybe he maybe he's not the same guy but he knows what he's doing he knows how he can handle himself and get himself over which is the most important aspect of AEW is getting yourself over and on top of that you were putting him in a match against isaiah cassidy who when i see that match i'm looking at isaiah cassidy getting pounced out of the ring yeah you're putting him against a small dude that will get destroyed by a pounce that's what they're yeah. doing they're doing it on purpose 100 oh yeah yeah uh
2: i've 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 as soon as he announced it and he pretty much you know broke down that it's a free agent and not forbidden door uh i was like okay it's gotta be keith It's gotta be keith not, and not only does it have to be keith keith has to win this win the uh sonic ring and then beat Sammy Guevara for the TNT championship. That's I think the only way you play it. Let's not, let's not do the whole, Oh, look at the new guy wins the ladder match. And then he loses the title match. No, 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 no. Let's not do that with Keith Lee. Let's have him win the whole damn thing. Cause quite frankly, Ryan, this Sammy Guevara stuff is not working for me. And I think it's time, you know, we just move on with the TNT title. Let's get it out of his hands. Get it out of Cody's hands. Do something new with it. It hasn't been the same since Miro lost it.
1: I agree. I also think, though, that there's a chance. Remember you, Miro? Remember Miro? I also think there's a chance. Miro will probably be in that ladder match, I think. Uh, if he's put, healthy enough. Yeah. I know he's hurt. Um, I would also put Swerve in there if you could. If you can get him.
2: I, I know Wardlow was teased to be in it, too.
1: Yes. I think, I think Wardlow and Keith Lee? Beef? <laughs> beef? Yeah, baby. Give me that beef. Who says no to beef? Uh, who says no to
2: beef? Uh, vegan Vegetarians. Beef, yeah. That's the answer. yeah, yeah. yeah uh um, and all the ones that follow that brian danielson aliens.
1: brian danielson Vegan. says no
2: ah oh, man you know i have a i have a gripe with aw you know this show this show is just whatever screw the yeah, questions nah. get these we, questions now, we'll, we'll get to the questions but we got an entire hour we gotta kill some time i want to just watch brian danielson wrestle man like i am We well, he has wrestled since the first episode of dynamite i'm just sitting here like come on we're, you know he hasn't wrestled in a month now. What are we doing here? I got spoiled, okay? I got spoiled. He really wrestles <laughs> every freaking week, and now he's not wrestling at all. Now I'm not getting my four star matches guaranteed anymore. Now I have to watch what the hell happened to Dynamite this week? I don't even know. What? I don't even know what happens. At least we're getting Hook. You know Hook's coming. Hook, send the Hook. But you know what? Send Danielson. That's what I want. Let's send Danielson. Let's get him out there. Let's start having him wrestle because. My God, I want to see the best wrestler
1: in the the damn company wrestle. We do have an AEW world title match coming up this Wednesday. That's going to be something. Yeah,
2: but it's not Brian Danielson, right?
1: No, no, it's not. It's Lance Archer. Brian Danielson is teasing a feud or tag team with Jon Moxley. I got to take. (gasps) Screw these questions. But Lance Archer. Sure, hit me.
2: AEW. You know, as good as AW is, they have done everything in their power for me not to give a shit about Lance Archer anymore. They really have. Like, he's lost every big match ever. Why am I supposed to
1: care? This Why is, am I supposed to care? This is, this is the Jungle Boy take. This is the Jungle Boy take. This is
2: the Jungle Boy take. The good thing about Jungle Boy is, like, he's young. Lance Archer's old and, like, he's a monster. He's supposed to be winning uh at least with like jungle boy you could call him an underdog like you can't call lance archer an underdog he's that's bigger true. than everybody that is true. uh it's just i don't like this match is probably gonna be really good because i mean hangman's having the you know run of his life and archer's very good in the Texas death match um stuff but that's just that's just my take
1: yeah i don't know i feel like i, I sort of agree with that uh well, it, what also hurts Lance Archer is all these, like, injuries and everything that he's had since coming into the promotion, COVID and all that stuff. You know, it's it's hurt his his run in the company. Uh, I think there's a chance that they can all turn it all around. I think it, Lance Archer is good enough to that to be turned around. Uh, but I do think, yeah, I sort of agree with you that um, he hasn't enough, he doesn't have enough big wins to be a, a, a suitable challenger, it feels. It feels like he's... I mean, what's his record, right? I mean, do we even know what his record is? He just He
2: probably has a winning record, but that's because he has a shit ton of dark squashes.
1: Well I actually don't think he has a winning record, right? Because uh, the new year, record. Well the new year restarted, right?
2: Oh I thought you meant overall record.
1: Let's let's look at this. Let's look at this AEW roster record here.
2: It's not updated because
1: CM Punk has a no loss. So it's not very updated. Oh, let's find out. Let's find out myself. And then uh, we do questions. That will do questions. Yeah, CM Punk does not have his loss listed here, but I don't think Lance Archer, unless he wrestled on Dark, I don't think he has anything. So Lance Archer, 3-0 and this year. Um, Where's Kyle Riley, by the way? <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at him. Where's Kyle? Oh, uh, he had a kid. Mm, you're right, you're right, you're right. He did have a kid. Good on. Good on him. So we just have to wait forever for him to come back. Leo Rush still listed. Leo Rush coming up free soon. Uh, ah,
2: ah! I came to collect.
1: Love Leo Rush. Leo Rush
2: is. Leo Rush should have been TNT champion and a great TNT run. Very sad, but you know what? He's gonna go. He's gonna go succeed elsewhere, and I'm gonna follow. I know he's. uh he's going to um, Rev Pro, isn't he?
1: Leo Rush. I believe so. I believe yeah, so. that's pretty hype. That is pretty hype.
2: Ah, ah! I came to collect. Give me, uh, give me Leo Rush versus uh, Akira. Give me Leo Rush versus um, Shooter. Give me Leo Rush versus Osprey. Give me Leo Rush versus Michael Oku. Give me Leo Rush That's- versus everyone.
1: I'm pretty sure he's coming to Rev Pro because he wants that Oku match. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, Leo Rush will yeah, give- bounce around, and wrestle the guys he wants to wrestle. <laughs> Hell yeah, I big respect. He went to MLW. Remember, WWE, that-, remember that tag?
2: Remember that Tag Leo Rush had on AEW Dynamite mm-hmm. when he teamed with Dante Martin against Matt Sydal and Lee Moriarty? That shit was nuts. And then we never saw Leo Rush wrestle again on Dynamite.
1: Um, because we sort of been talking about it. Uh, let's go to the questions.
2: Yeah, questions. You want to? Well, okay, okay. So
1: I, I got all the questions in front of me. Do you
2: have the new ones? Uh, you want to do the new? Do how do we want to break this down?
1: Well, I i don't know if we'll get to every single one of them but
2: well we have almost nearly an hour so we're gonna probably get we don't have
1: to go an hour
2: well we go two hours like that's our that's our our, our
1: gimmick we did have we did have a couple episodes early on that we got like an hour and 45 and then we just we can't
2: ask for questions and then not answer them or then we'll never get questions again ryan we gotta leave the people thinking we're gonna answer all the
1: questions but we could also leave the people wanting more no one wants more. I like how this. I'm actively like I'm act I'm like actively going like let's not answer all these questions. Yeah, it's just
2: openly saying
1: like ah oh, fuck the people. Fuck the people. Uh no, I love you guys. Uh let's see. Uh let's see. I got let's start with this question here for you, Scotty. Uh since we've already kind of talked about it, Pep's asks, uh, who out of the four pillars will have the most success and who the least? Sort of kind of what we're MJF. already talking about. Out of which one? MJF. <laughs> which which option? Most
2: success. Most success.
1: Yeah. I think I think uh, hmm.
2: well, I think it's it's easy for me both ways, actually. Go for it. I think MJF has the most success. And I think Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara. despite being a two time TNT champion, has the least success. Like when I see the four and who's probably gonna be world champion, he has the least likely chance, in my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, the thing that worries me the most about Sammy Guevara is his promos and lack thereof. He's not likable as a babyface. face.
2: That, yeah, there's, a, there's a reason he's back to the cue cards.
1: Yeah, and he was doing promos. Remember, he was doing some promos, and now he's back yeah. to the, and now he's back to the cue cards. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't find him likable. I think he's my choice um they're clearly building jungle boy up and it's funny the most successful one that i picked hasn't won a title and the, all the other ones have
1: yeah i don't know i because i think the the most successful one is ultimately the question of who do you think is going to win the world title and it does feel like deadlock it's going to be mjf at some point but then i'm not uh, but i'm thinking are any of the other three pillars going to win the world title and i'm not too sure
2: <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not a hundred percent sure
1: i could see darby i could see darby winning the world title
2: jungle is still more of a wait and see yeah you know type guy uh, i don't think Vivara wins it i really don't um so darby could darby definitely could i
1: think but darby, darby is popular enough that it has good enough matches that it is a question of yeah i think you could do that totally but, he, but he's, is a, he's also the guy that doesn't need the world title. So that's that's that
2: MJF is the one feuding with. The CM punks and the Chris Jericho's mm-hmm. and the John Moxley's already. So yeah. it's kind of a
1: giveaway, uh, but it's definitely MJF most successful. This is interesting that they're doing all those feuds now where they could have been world title feuds, but they're not.
2: I think you can run back the
1: punk one. I guess that's fair. I don't, you can, probably, I you can don't, probably run back some of them.
2: don't want you to run back the Jericho one. I will give them money not to run that back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. Um, so most success, I think, uh, eventually be MJF. I put maybe Darby is... My list, am I, if I can put them in order. Uh, MJF, Darby, close second. Close second think it's going to be jungle boy than Sammy okay yeah we have the same list <laughs> I I don't I don't like jungle boy too too much he's not we lying.
2: know Ryan we know
1: <laughs> but I do admit he has gotten better yeah Sammy I think has sort of stagnated a little bit and which is a good thing for jungle boy because jungle boy is now getting better but now I think Sammy's stagnated and jungle boy's cutting promos that is true he's cutting promos finally he's allowed to uh, where sammy is seemingly not so i i'm concerned about sammy i think he's stagnating i think he sort of needs to and we sort of alluded to it with not alluded to it but we sort of talked about it with will osprey earlier right that eventually he sort of needs to a- evolve his style a little bit more to be getting going up to the main event style i want to i want to put this out there yeah. Semi Gravara is not Will Ospreay. <laughs> no, no. I don't think so either. But I'm just he's saying He's not even that Junior Will Ospreay. I'm just saying that if he wants to get up to the next level, he's going to have to develop a new style. Yeah. Or, or, or evolve his current style.
2: It's the same format. And it, it makes the flips and whatnot kind of
1: unimportant. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's doing, it, I think he's doing, they're all doing good work. It's just, you know, these all nitpicky. Yeah, they're good
2: pillars to have. Yeah, are
1: they the pillars to have though? Love, yeah. What a tease! What a tease for the next question from Alex. If you can recast AW's four pillars using the current roster, who would you pick?
2: Uh, I think I want to start off. I would keep MJF as one of the pillars. I think that first and foremost, like assuming I don't have to recast the entire four. Sure. I would keep MJF. Sure. Um do you want me to answer all four or do you go, want to keep? Go, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh Hook, I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, I've been saying it. I'm not this isn't even a joke. Like I'm dead ass. Hook is like the man. Like Hook is you look at Hook, you're like, oh, he's a star. Uh he could be a bigger star without speaking than all four combined. Well, not combined, not combined, not combined. But I think he could be a bigger star than all four. Um so Hook. And then I was thinking about this. Do I want to, I think, I think it's better if we include a women's wrestler, you know, because you you know, you're talking pillars of the company that people you want to build around for years to come. And, you know, you know, CM Punk made that joke that Britt Baker took over for MJF. Um, Maybe not MJF per se, but you know, you know, the joke like Britt Baker's built as someone to
1: build around yeah and you look at the aw roster Break here's not a pillar of the women's division she's the tent pole of the women's division yeah and,
2: and you and you look at the women's division there's not a lot of well i don't want to say young they're all young you know but there's none that you're developing to become and not many of them you know because you know thunder rose is ready you have a lot of people that are ready Jade cargill's Someone that comes to mind, but she's already a champion,
1: and she's just getting pushed to the moon. This is a very long route to say Apadon. Cancel the show. Shut it off. <laughs> Shut it off.
2: Shut it off. Shut. No, no, no. Go off. ahead. Go ahead. Say, say, say who you want to. You want? I was gonna say Jamie Hater was the woman okay. that I thought of. That I was. I was trying to. Put together, you know. I looked at the whole roster. If someone said like uh, Tai Conti, maybe I get her. She's very good, you know. Whatever. I like Jamie Hader. If I'm to include a woman in this pillar system, because I think it's unfair not to. I think it's fair that. But if we're going based off the men, I will go based off the men only to replace uh, the four male pillars. So MJF, Hook, Lee Moriarty, and. i've been stuck on the last one between two people that's why you, that's to... why you subbed in jamie hater
1: yeah <laughs> uh, it's all coming crashing down around yeah. you. um
2: i mean if i don't get to include jamie hater i'm having a tough time here i'll go with, i'll go with garcia
1: i think i'm gonna go with
2: no, no, no. Back, back, back. I'm going with Dante Martin. I'm going with Dante Martin.
1: Very nice. Very nice. I'm going to go Dante Martin. Okay. Hook. <laughs> Hook. Of course. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Lee Moriarty. Okay. We've got three of the same. <laughs> and Ricky Starks.
2: Ooh. Man, Ricky Starks has hit all cylinders
1: lately, isn't he? You'll have to see it that 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 finish there was beautiful i think there's there's other people i really enjoy that i wanted to put in there like daniel garcia is someone i really want to put in there um but i there's also the hook element that's like i think you can't not have hook Hook, cannot have hook in there and it's not that they're similar or anything they're obviously not similar but it's just like oh it's the bigger star hook is definitely the bigger star no offense daniel garcia but daniel garcia is way better the better wrestler currently
2: Well, I I mean, I hope so. (laughs) Hook has, you know, a whopping three or four matches to his name, and they haven't lasted more than five minutes. He's had four matches to his name. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, But, yeah, okay, so to to review, everybody, since I kind of got a little convoluted at the end, uh, Ryan picked Dante Martin, Hook, Lee Moriarty, and Ricky Starks. I picked MJF, Hook, Lee Moriarty, and Jamie Hayter.
1: Yeah. But if
2: I have to pick the fourth male,
1: uh, Dante Martin. Uh, This is from Kelvin. Kelvin? Kelvin? Kelvin. 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 If you were booking Impact Wrestling, what changes would you make?
2: Oh, I would make so many changes, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Kelvin. First first off first and foremost would, josh alexander actually, <laughs> would not have lost the world title
2: <laughs> well yes first off i'd actually build uh my own stars instead of uh skyrocket XWWE wwe wrestlers that were okay to the main event that's that's first and foremost you know, you look at you look at this impact roster and it's filled with the chris bays and the speed balls and the ace Austins, you know those three alone huge talents those should be your main eventers those should be the people you're building around to be world champion josh alexander yeah he should be world champion right now you that that's that's just a matter of fact women's division i'm not bringing in a legend to beat my dominant champion i'm having someone gain something from beating that dominant champion you know you got tasha steals here about to get a title shot who would have benefited more from beating diana paraso mickey james or tasha steals yeah i think we all know the answer tasha steals you build up your own stars and i think impact and a lot of promotions do this a lot of promotions struggle at building their own stars. That's where I give AEW credit. We just have that long list of pillar names because they're building them up. So I would build our own stars. Ace Austin would already be an AEW. Uh, no, 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 he'd already be an Impact World Champion by now. That's that's like my prime example. He would have already been Impact World Champion. Chris Bay wouldn't be, you know, stuck in doing nothing. I mean, he's in the Bullet Club, which is cool and all, but that dude wouldn't have been on the pre-show on hard to kill. He would not have been on the pre-show. He would have been a signature match. Shake something. I like him a lot. Push him a little bit, you know, push the guys that you have stock in for a long period of time, which yeah. I guess is what they're doing with Moose.
1: So if I was booking, uh, impact, I would make the world title, right? Picture right now, be W Morrissey and Josh Alexander fighting over the world title. Problem is, sure. Moose has such a tenure in this company that it's almost like you have to push him. But I'm like, no, he's good. <laughs> but make him feud with somebody else and be like the big guy. And then he'll maybe eventually win the title. But if right now I'd have impact do it. Steve Macklin is someone that's very good uh, in mm-hmm. this company. Uh, but I think that the thing about impact is that they have like what seems like a good roster on paper, but the talent level is not entirely there. So it is a lot of why they're bringing in these outside forces. But if you're going to bring in these outside forces, your own people have to eventually win and get these spots. Right. Um, You know, I have a good uh,
2: question for you about impact after.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. So I think I think they're bringing in good people. I think they're doing good stuff. Turning Matt Cardona heel recently. Good move. Obviously, it's a money draw. It goes without saying that is a money draw. Bringing in I Masha hope. Slamovich, bringing in Mike Bailey, all good picks. Bringing in, apparently, Laredo Kid, a good pick. Uh, Lady Frost, good pick. Jonah, good, you know, these are all good pickups. They've been doing a lot of good pickups recently. But they got to keep going. Yes. It, yes, question? Question my, for you in the my, back?
2: Masha Slamovich should have been the one to beat Deonna. That's uh, my
1: take. I think they're going to have Masha beat Mickey.
2: That's cool because Masha's awesome.
1: I don't think and, I don't think they're gonna put the title on Tasha yet, but I think Masha no. is the person to beat Mickey James.
2: <laughs> you know how they're not putting the top. Ta- you know how they're not putting the title on Tasha? She's getting her title match and no surrender. No surrender. No surrender. <laughs> like, why'd you say that? Like uh, that? <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Uh you just who's someone else you just said that I wanted
1: to talk about. Black it's gone. Black Taurus. Great. I think, is very good. I think Impact Impact has good enough good things to get booking territory. Their tag division is not that great, and that's why they're bringing in Finjuice Juice and God. You know, I would bring in more male tag teams of some sort, or or make some that are decent in this company. Like you have Madman Fulton and Ace Austin, but they're like not even going for the tag team titles. You know give them a rain or something right you know you know put lorraine uh, kid with toros i don't know I maybe mean, not that because you have decay nonsense but you know what i mean they have, they so have stuff my
2: impact question for you ryan thinking about this after watching the show the other day got a little sad do you think it's more likely that in 2022 mm-hmm. Jay training. White returns to traditional New Japan pro wrestling or wins the Impact World title
1: in Japan? In Japan, I think neither is going to happen.
2: <laughs> no, but what's more likely?
1: Um, uh, Jay White in New Japan, uh, proper. I think, I think once the summer comes around, COVID cases are going to go way down. Um, yeah, so I think Jay White will probably be like, okay, I'll go to Japan and then. Maybe, maybe that's when we see Jay White return for the for the J One climax. Maybe? maybe that would
2: be nice. That would be real nice, Miss Jay White.
1: In, uh, if his New big, Japan. if his biggest issue is the whole COVID thing, which is fair, uh, I think just I think just COVID is going to be in the summer. COVID is going to be down, probably as was last year. Uh, more people are getting, more people are getting. They go back last year. What's that? He didn't go back last year he didn't go back last year but it's gonna be i think it's gonna be even more down this summer so i think it might, yeah. might make him comfortable it's just the winter's gonna pop when the winter pops up again it will be bad again so it's just sort of that sort of thing they'll have to deal with um i think you bring them in you try to bring them in for the g1 climax if it's happening this summer um, i mean they
2: definitely are gonna try
1: <laughs> yeah I don't think he wins the world title. If I was Impact, you don't I wouldn't not put the title on on Jay White. I think you have I enough people. Even do a match. Yeah. I think you have enough people there to put the world title on. You got Josh Alexander. You got W. Morrissey. Uh I think you got um let me look back at the roster. Who who would be my third person on that list. I mean, now that he's heel, maybe Matt Cardona, that's that. He, he should win the NWA world title. That's a proven draw is heel Matt I saw, Cardona.
2: I saw that he had the title in some picture and I was like, you know what? Do Why it. not? Yeah. Can't be worse, <laughs> It can't be worse for NWA. Uh, good for Cardona though, huh? Yeah. Doing good work as a
1: heel. But I think I think the Impact roster is good enough that they can there's enough good in the impact roster to put on consistently good stuff yeah uh they need more charismaticness mm-hmm. uh and they don't really have a lot of that they have a lot they have decent they have good wrestlers they have decent wrestlers they have some bad wrestlers but there's not enough stuff that's like making waves and i feel like matt cardona could make waves you know sure why not why not Let's move on to the next question. I just heard my cat from the other room just make a huge whining noise like he was fighting with his brother. I don't know what's happening over there. That was just me. Uh, oh, it was you. Um, yeah. Let's we'll talk about this one because it's coming up probably soon. DD, uh, pronoun- I'm uh, sorry if I mispronounce this. DD Dee Chinook maybe uh, is Kyrie coming back to stardom. If so, will she join a faction? Start one? She's going straight for the red belt. Lots of
2: questions. Lots of questions at once.
1: Uh let's start there. Is, is Kyrie Sane, Kyrie Hojo coming to start him? I say deadlock. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she is. I think Deadlock. Uh, I, I, I think yeah. I think they're teasing enough that it's like, it'd be weird if it was someone else. Yeah.
2: The way they've teased this is that almost anyone else will be a complete letdown unless it was like Eo Shirai
1: I'm pretty sure (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're gonna come out and it's gonna be Matt Tremont and Nick Gage. thought about that have you thought about that (sighs) you know you know Ryan real sick of that that uh
2: that that trolliness that you got going (laughs) on and I don't like it uh yes I don't care for it Kyrie Hodge was coming back um what was the next question of those many
1: if so will she join a faction or will she start her own i don't think she's gonna i don't think stardom has enough room to start a new faction maybe uh, maybe <laughs> you you're trying to dare them because they'll do it <laughs> yeah i think i think they maybe could but they're i think right now like stars needs to get built back up a little bit queen not they already stars. did
2: build stars back at up. stars queen's queen's quest, quest. Queen's Quests Quests is a, yeah that's queen's what i was thinking so they're a little, they're a little uh, decapitated. Uh, yeah, yeah. If she's going to do anything with factions, I think she joins one. Um, I don't think she needs to start one. I don't know how long she'll be around. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's also important. She but- hasn't
1: wrestled. And if we've seen anything from Christian or any of these other people, it's not wrestling for a while might help.
2: Yeah, it's not like she had to retire due to injury or anything. She, just, <laughs> she was just like, nah, well, unless Nia Jax, you know, kept wrestling
1: her. Um Sorry. Nia, Nia Jax. remember when Nia Jax tweeted out <laughs> something federally yeah. illegal.
2: Yeah, I also read that you know Nia Jax said it wasn't her fault that she heard everyone. Yeah, okay. Um what that she didn't mean? tweet that out, she just said it in an interview. was that? Mean? Um so if she if joins a
1: faction. I, I think if she joins a faction, it's gonna be Queen's Quest. I think Queen's Quest needs the help now i think queen's quest will then be top heavy Um
2: that's queen's quest
1: <laughs> that's true that is there that is the history like of queen's to, quest
2: they like to be top heavy
1: um but me you know that, i think that was think
2: eo's that group that's true that's that is eo's group um or she joins stars because mayu but you know i don't see her joining anyone
1: else that i think that's better way i think to queen's quest needs the most.
2: I don't think she joins a stable. I don't think she needs to. She's Kyrie Ojo. You know, she's Ooh.
1: Well, what about that? She doesn't join a stable right away. And then with our storyline, is whether or not she joins Queen's Quest for Stars.
2: That that could definitely be it. I mean, if I get Mayu versus Kyrie Hojo, I don't really care. Like, just, mm-hmm. just give me these things. Um, and does she go for the red belt immediately? I think she's going for the white belt immediately, actually. I think that is Saya Kamatani's title defense at Stardom World Climax and then winning it I don't know <laughs> I don't, you, you you feel like you'd almost have to but it'd be big time if they wanted to give Sia that win too uh it could go either way it could go either way
1: yeah I don't know I don't know I don't think I think you have oh, yeah, enough stuff happening so. in the red belt territory I mean she'll she'll challenge for the red belt at some point Assuming
2: she's around for more than like a couple months, yes.
1: Yeah, Um, which I I think she, I think she will be. I think she certainly will be. Um, But I I think she'll challenge for it at some point. Um, But what's the first challenge, Julia? Yeah, I, I, what I like about it is I I think it's going to be somewhat similar to the Hazuki, uh, return is that you know join a faction and sort of like help out and sort of a tag team. You know, you have to remember that you know this isn't. Kairi Hojo has been away from stardom for a long while. So she's certainly older. She's certainly more banged up, uh, arguably. Uh,
2: the the interesting thing about her is that she's in the upper echelon of like legends of stardom. Like yeah. it's legitimately like Io Kairi.
1: Yeah, she's definitely like, not. Hazuki is definitely not there. It's definitely. Yeah, uh, Hojo yeah. It was so, way up there.
2: I could see her have a tag run with Mayu. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. I think they could have a nice little tag run. Uh, My hope is that she's just around for the five star. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. Because I think by then she'd definitely be ready to go. You know, like that would be full on Kyrie Hojo. Um, You know, because asking for her to be Kyrie right off the bat after, you know, not wrestling for a while and then wrestling in WWE last it's going to take a little bit but it's exciting nonetheless
1: yeah and i, I think you like like i said you also remember Kyrie saying is 33 now uh she hasn't been in a stardom since 2017. that's five years ago yeah so, it's been a long
2: time <laughs> she,
1: you know I, I don't think i don't think she's gonna win the red belt she is at legend status that he said but i honestly really think I think she's going to just would, put over talent, really.
2: I would definitely not have her win the red belt.
1: Yeah. I think the the white belt to put over talent and good defenses, I think is possible. And then put over yeah, the someone re,
2: ultimately. The red belt's clogged. Like, we're supposed to already be on the Julia reign, and we're not. That's the so. other thing.
1: That's the thing. Do you want her <laughs> going after the red belt? People are still touting Julius. People are still touting Momo. Dou- I've heard people start touting Starlight. You know,
2: I, I've been touting Starlight for the... Uh, white belt first
1: i agree i think she i think the white belt is a good spot for starlight right now
2: but she is going to be a very big star i've been saying that week after week i mean she's they're doing all these fan votes right yeah and she is finishing top 10 in all of them in all of japan all of japan like all promotions and she is in the top five for stardom talent every time top three yeah so like they're just going to push her to the moon yeah understandably
1: so she's very good too it's not like it's not like she's bad i agree i agree um all right uh i should have, i should have, while you're talking i should prep the next question um, um uh, at a dumb millennial tweets or asks, <laughs> uh what does aew uh, and wwe <laughs> need to do to be good
2: oh uh, that's ex- that's savy. i know exactly who asked that um We'll I think AEW is pretty good. What is um, we'll start?
1: We'll start there. What does What does AEW need to do to be good?
2: I'll take this as what does AEW need to do to be better. I think that's yeah, better because
1: I think I agree. I think they're good now.
2: Yeah. Uh, women's vision. I think that starts. I mean, they're starting to get better with it. I was going to say. say I
1: think the women's division has gotten way more improved. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look back six months ago, it was, mm, mm, yeah. So
2: definitely improving. I think, I think everything needs to improve. I think you need to keep working with the flow that you were working with, you know, even two months ago of just cool wrestling matches, nothing too crazy. I don't think they've gotten there. Just keep with the flow. Um, you know, keep using your relationships too. I think that adds a certain surprise dynamic. It doesn't always have to be your signing people. I think the forbidden door is a legitimate thing you should use more, um, once when you can, of course. But I mean, Jay White's in the United States at all times. Just say, just saying, he's in the U.S. at all times. Um, but yeah, you know, just keep keep going. You know, don't don't change anything too much. Uh, keep pushing the women's division. Maybe I know people. You know, make the joke of oh, two women's matches on a. Dynamite show. You can always do that, but I think they're doing a lot of good. Um, so just stick with it and the, and and keep believing in your stars. I think that's why AEW so uh, enjoyable.
1: I think, I, I agree. I think what they're doing is good. So kind of just keep doing what you're doing. I think they've been building up the tag teams, building up the women's division. I think they've been doing a good job there. I honestly feel like I would love. To just stop signing people, yeah, and it's it's a weird thing to say because if they're available and they're a good talent, you bring it in. I want Keefley in. I want Swerve in. I I want you know uh, Tony Storm in eventually, right? You know, there's all these talents coming in, but with every new talent that comes in, there's one more talent that gets less TV time. There's one less yep. person that gets TV time, and I feel like. You know, these are exciting pops, these are exciting candies, but the sugar runs out and, you know, I want to I want to get something good. They're doing a good job of these people come in and we're putting them over whatnot. Um, but I think. We need to bring in, uh, we need to start holding off on signing new people and start developing what we have continuously more and shining more focus on them. You are doing it still, but I just would like to see a little more. I would talk about the one my one thing about the women's division. I've talked about it before in the show is you need to bring in a woman, not just Serena D, but another person that is a ring general type of person. Um, I don't know. Well, are they, if they out there? But there's not a lot. Uh, yeah. I think Athena is kind of not as much as D. Closest. Dee. I think Probably she'd the be the closest. Um, Tony Storm. She's more of like a star type. Yeah, she's a star. That makes sense. Nixon. Mm, I don't I don't think I've seen enough to make a judgment call. Mia Yim, no, I don't think so. But she's a good talent to have. And uh, who's that other person that's that's out there, floating out there? BFAB, no. <laughs> Nigex, no. Uh, I think there's I think there's a couple I things you. I think there's a couple things uh is there anyone on the indies that I would bring in I would love if you brought in Masha I uh but I don't they think missed that in.
2: boat they, they had their boat. shot they, that is one of my biggest gripes yeah with I
1: mean, AW signing Thunder Rose is a good ring general type person and also you know but they're you know let's let's have Masha was herself. right there yeah Masha they right had
2: there. her in for dark matches
1: before yeah
2: and they didn't sign her yeah, and no offense to Sky Blue, but like they signed Sky Blue instead of Masha slams which
1: I did, which I disagree with because I think, like I said before, a Sky Blue is an interest, a great prospect, but you are, yeah, you have to build up a lot of these people. To uh... Masha
2: Slavich, Masha Slavich is just TV ready,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and not only is she TV ready, but she is someone that a lot of people like. Like you're bringing in the Daniel Garcias and Lee Moriarty, two people that were indie stars. Okay, well, if they if we were to name a third from last year, Masha Slamovich probably is the answer. Yeah, and they they didn't sign her. They, yeah, they let Impact sign her.
1: Which Impact needed somebody. I I think that's a good yeah. Impact. But I think but I, I think Masha fair. would have been Masha would have been a good move. I get it though. I get it though. They yeah, that was my cats. I'm sure you yeah, saw, I saw that. that uh, I get it though. You got you got legit Layla Hersh in there who they're trying to... They're, I, I would, If they if I was in the room, I'd be like, well, we already got legit Layla. We don't need Masha. But I think you bring in Masha and make them a tag team. Who cares?
2: I think they're different people, too.
1: I also think they're different people.
2: Um, Good for legit uh, Layla
1: Hirsch, though. Happy she's getting her uh, chance to do something. Is there anyone in the indies that you would sign that you think could help make AEW better? I think there's one person you and I can both agree upon.
2: I don't know, they sign everybody.
1: <laughs> There's it? one person that I think is about to have a big breakout year this year, and I think you know who it is. Alec Price? Yeah, maybe Alec Price. Yeah, he's so good. He's I so think good. I think he has the all the potential in the world next year.
2: Boston's <laughs> own. Boston's own zone, Alec right. Price, baby. I he's yeah,
1: really no, good. He he's, is. He um he would be a pillar type of person to me.
2: Yeah, he would be like he's it, funny cuz they're all young, but he'd be like you know how they have like the young avengers? Yeah. <laughs> He'd yes. be like the young pillar. Like yes. you know, they're not they're not the pillars yet, but they're ready. You know, they're the next stage.
1: He is yeah, he's awesome. He's really ah, good. He man. is someone I would pick up in the You
2: could part. you should have signed both beyond aces. Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Marsha Slamovich, Alec Price. That's okay. how you make AEW better. Those two. Those two alone. <laughs>
1: yeah I, uh yeah.
2: wwe better uh you, you you blow it up and <laughs> you, you you see what's left besides Brock Lesnar. you
1: hire back shane mcmahon that's what you do um <laughs> what <laughs> i think I, the, the tough part about that answer about what do you do to make WWE better everything <laughs> i don't know man there's a lot there's a lot of issues i think of wwe
2: so, how uh, you use the talent that you have that would be like you use the towel you have every day. That'd probably be a good start. Build, You'd stars, stop releasing
1: people. Build stars yeah. properly.
2: Yeah, yeah. You build stars by you know having them win. That's L- that's a good start, right? Here's the like thing. having you, people you, win.
1: Like Biggie, big example. Oh, we're building a star, but he beats Bobby Lashley in a Money in the Bank after Bobby Lashley wrestled, so he's protected. Then he has these the this title these this he loses matches left and right. Biggie wins his title matches, of course, uh, and then eventually loses the title at day one, gets pinned by Brock and then just becomes a dude. gets traded. Now he's part of a tag team. Bianca Belair, big star, right? We build a big star. And then when the real star returns, Bianca Belair gets squashed and back down to the back down to the mid card. Um, They make them nerds. Yeah. It, when the big star comes in who cares and that's the thing is that we don't know what their metric is right what the hell is their metric on stardom uh, not the promotion but the uh concept <laughs> um, uh, yeah it's basically what WWE needs to do is it's a systemic issue and i don't know man it's a systemic issue that it, it you need new upper management ultimately
2: but my excitement here's where my excitement is. In five years when they can't keep going back to these same people, what are they going to look like? Because they're not going to have stars built.
1: Well, that's the question, and we're starting to get it back. We're going back to your, your edges. We're seeing it big time this year. You, you're going, We're going to Edge. We're going to Beth Phoenix. And, you know, they're not drawing. You know, the Rock, Ronda. Rock is going to go back, but the Rock is already super old, man. They're going back to Rhonda already.
2: To be fair, to be fair, any company. Should go to the Rock. I want to. Yeah. want to put you bring
1: you bring in the Rock. That's a that's a, an obvious move, right? And
2: I think I I kind of hate the uh, complaint of Brock Lesnar. Like that's still going on. Like, listen, people.
1: Rock is forty nine like, years old, by the way. Like,
2: like listen, that's crazy. But listen, people. Brock Brock Lesnar, right? He is a one of once in a lifetime guy. And if he's willing to play ball for you, <laughs> you keep using him in the highest stakes. Like I, anyone would do it. If AEW had Brock Lesnar, I promise you he would be doing a lot of war, uh, a lot of main event stuff. He wouldn't be in the you know mid card wrestling. uh <laughs> he wouldn't be wrestling Lance Archer in the mid card uh, at uh, AEW All Out. Let me tell you. You <laughs> would be as close to the main event as possible fighting one of the top talents, maybe not always for the title. And I think that that gripe is fair, yeah. but uh, how do you fix AEW? I mean, how do you fix WWE a lot? You build stars though. I think that's the easiest way to sum it up without having to go on a ramble for the next, you know, 40 minutes.
1: I, I think it is, but ultimately it's a systemic issue because the guy that deems what stars it are, uh, doesn't know how to build up stars anymore, right? Correct, and that's and that's part of the issue. Everything, everyone that becomes a star at this point is on accident. It's not planned. Nope. Daniel, Brian O'Brien Daniel, Daniel Bryan, on accident. Becky Lynch, on accident. But then we all capitalize these people it that on he didn't want. It. Yeah, they just so, they, they they the cream rises to the top, but sometimes they need a
2: new process.
1: Yeah, sometimes the cream gets held down uh, by the by some uh, metaphor um (laughs) let's do one more question let's do let's let's close this out huh? yeah um okay um what's something that's somewhat different um let's do let's do ethan spire ethan spire s what do you think a realistic ceiling is for for Ruaka in her current form? It feels like she hasn't moved up after dropping the Future Belt the way Unagi did. And it also feels like Hanan is passing her too. Hanan is passing her too. Plus, the main event scene is already stacked with powerhouse wrestlers. What do you think is the ceiling for Ruaka and stardom? Which, by the way, Ethan, I saw your comments. I saw your comments about my my uh my viewing of the worst matches in cage match this guy scotty this guy's out for blood this guy's crazy he's out for blood he wants me he wants me to watch live reactions of people destroying their legs he wants me to watch kid rock what is he thinking what is he thinking i was tasked to watch matches not entrances get that out of here i watch the worst shit imaginable and you're like not good enough what, what was the uh, final five lists that you ended up watching i watched scott steiner jeff jarrett sid vicious which that's the match the famous infamous match where he destroys his leg but i but it turns out it was edited i had no idea i went in completely blind i don't know i admitted on the stream that i'm not i haven't watched wcw i've watched like stuff here and there but i haven't like i want to go back and watch all of wcw but uh, obviously, it was also 2001 WCW, so it was garbage. And I, and I said on the stream that uh, I found out after I watched the match that this was the match where Sid Vicious destroyed his leg, but I never saw what happened in it. So it turns out, yeah, I edited it out. But also, the match was also bad and poorly booked. Um, <laughs> the match was bad. Uh, so I watched that. I watched the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal, the Santina Morella Battle Royal, which did you know Sonny was in there? That was crazy. Um, yeah, before the 17 felonies. Yeah. Um, I found this match, the Eddie Steinblock versus one warrior nation match. Scotty, I said on the stream, <laughs> this match was not entertaining bad. It was just bad, and I it bored me. It was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I I I what I did interesting though was I made a bump counter. Guess how many bumps? Four. Four, exactly. They, oh! they had four bumps during this, during this stream, during this uh, entire match. I can't believe someone uploaded that match. It got uploaded. <laughs> it got uploaded January 9th of this year, like a month ago. And I was like, did they know? Didn't they know I was doing this? Um, uh, So I watched that match, atrocious uh jenna Morasca or whatever it was versus charmel <laughs> that match if you recall is the famous minus five stars quote from one brian alvarez that match, <laughs> that match was bad i didn't
2: expect it i didn't expect you to walk away from any of these saying it was pretty good
1: pretty good good, pretty, pretty good. Um, and then the last one was Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler which was, you know famously good <laughs> as well which you know what I discovered so I also w- wanted to like do like the st- history and research a little bit I discovered after I watched the Michaels Cole Jerry Lawler match is that feud went on for another year plus they wrestled April, that that was their first match in their feud was the WrestleMania match. And obviously the feud was happening beforehand. But the first match is April of whatever, let's say 2010. I have no idea. I don't remember the their last match in the feud. Michael Cole didn't stop wrestling in this feud in this whole thing. And then he wrestled JR and everything as well. Till July of the next year. Michael Cole, like famously, even Vince McMahon saying, worst wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. He kept wrestling for another year. If that doesn't sum up WWE, I don't know what will. Like, that was bad. Let's keep doing it for another year.
2: Let me ask you. Did you walk away from this with any of them being the worst match you've ever seen officially?
1: I rated three of them zero stars. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> um, they're they're all they're all bad. They're all super bad. Uh, what was the worst in your opinion? Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler was barely a match, and it was funny to have Stone Cold Steve Austin actively laughing during the match. That you can totally see it. <laughs> You can totally see him grinning. Uh, Charmel in her match came at it with a little bit of fire that I wasn't expecting, had the aggression. I was like, okay, One Warrior Nation at Eddie Steinblock is probably the worst. It was just <laughs> utterly boring. No energy, nothing happening. A lot of standing around and walking atrociously bad. And you get guys like Ethan saying that I need more blood. I need more violence. This guy, this guy Maybe
2: we is saying, won't even like, answer his question. No, we're not, we're not even going to answer it. No, no, uh, Rock is, rock is, uh, don't, no, don't answer
1: his question. Don't answer his question. Cause here's World the title thing, this guy is complaining <laughs> about me going through the shit. And he's like, you not go through enough shit for my taste, which man, if you like to eat shit, that's on you. Second of all, <laughs> he's making issues of like, Hey, you gotta do this stuff. He doesn't say anything about the matches. I actively skip. He said, like, oh, yeah, he should have watched the starter match. And you were like, and you and I both agreed. No, I'm not watching that. Uh, I was going to watch that Jake the Snake Roberts match, which Ethan doesn't even bring up. That's the match where he comes out super drunk and is super sad to watch. Doesn't complain about that. Does he want blood? No, he wants blood, but doesn't want sadness. Well, I don't give a shit, man. I'm not making us sad. The stream was meant <laughs> to be entertaining, at the very least. I'm not going to out here and watch a man at the lowest point in his life either Sid vicious or Jake, the snake Roberts or the start of match. The lowest point of I'm not here to watch that. I'm here to be in the lowest point of my life, watching five of the worst matches of all time. So don't come so- at me, Ethan, and tell me what's the ceiling for Rwaka.
2: I'm so, I'm so happy you lost. <laughs> um, if it matters, if it matters, right, right, right. By the way, Ethan, world title challenger in five years. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> at least, like, you know, we could do a watch along someday, right? And we could actually watch good matches. We know people will watch because people were willing
1: streamed to did watch well. you streamed did well.
2: struggle. They, they were willing to watch you struggle through five of the worst matches of all time. So just imagine if you and me jump out a watch along together and we watch a good match.
1: It's true. It is true. There, yeah. isn't, there is there. We can watch WCW. Is
2: a good match?
1: There's good matches in WCW.
2: <sighs> what a random promotion to just shut out there for.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: if, you're, if I was to put money down on a good match, like I want to watch a good match for the live stream. When I picked w- WCW, not be the first promotion in my
1: head. That's true. I did see well, one of the things surprised me when I was looking at the uh the uh, match guide for cage match. Um I was looking at it and I was like, oh, what's what's the top five? We're not watching the top five matches on. on here. And I was like, what They're are we all five like five? an hour each? <laughs> That's probably true. So number one is Kobayashi versus Masawa. Creative. Number two, Shibata versus Okada. I was actually very surprised that this was number two, by the way. Big time. Um, Number three, Kawada and Tao versus Kobayashi and Masawa from all Japan. Kobayashi,
2: Kobayashi, 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 Kobayashi,
1: God. Uh, Okada versus Omega one. And then number five was uh, Kobayashi and Kikuchi versus... Danny Crawford and Doug Furnace for us, whatever.
2: Kobashi, 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 God, Okada, 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 God, come on, people. There's other wrestlers out there that had great matches. Come on. <laughs> God damn. Don't get me wrong. Been watching some Kenta Kobashi matches over the past week. He's amazing. I'm not gonna lie. He's already got, he got two five stars out of me. I'm
1: not gonna lie. But well, come on, what a weird, what a weird way to, what a weird way to end the show is Scotty burying. Not only did Scotty bury Ric Flair at the beginning of the show, but now he's burying Masawa. Well, no, Flair's actually Kobayashi. So,
2: Ric Flair's actually bad. Like Kobayashi's the bad. Well, back it up, back I don't up, see Ric Flair anywhere on this list. <laughs> Yeah. You know why I don't see Rick Flair anywhere else? else? You had know, the same fucking match five thousand times.
1: It drew, man. It drew. There's no denying uh, a know, draw. You
2: know what also drew? A little child on their fucking paper and with crayons. That's what also drew. Oh, okay.
1: God. I don't know if people are buying tickets to go see that.
2: What are the f- <laughs> what are the five single matches? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not counting tags here. What do you, what do you think I have? We're, uh, we're talking singles
1: here. uh Kobayashi, Masawa, Shibata, Okada, Okada, Okada Omega, uh, Masawa, Kawada, Tanahashi, Okada.
2: Okada, 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 Okada. Let's see. Where do you, it's almost do you... like this guy is good or something.
1: uh Rick Flair is number 85th on the list versus <laughs> Steamboat. Loser. Rick Flair steamboat at Chi Town Rumble.
2: People call him the
1: greatest of all time.
2: Yeah, hey, greatest of all time at
1: being mid. You know what's higher? Oh. You know what's higher than that match? Tyler Bate versus Walter. Good match. Um,
2: Ryan doesn't like Walter versus Tyler Bate, everybody. You just heard it here first.
1: That's not what I said.
2: You just, you just heard it here first. You know what's higher? Not Jay White versus Kota Ibushi.
1: Bubba Ray and Devon versus Christian and Edge versus Jeff and Matt Hardy.
2: Yeah, TLC baby. You
1: know what's higher than Ric Flair versus Steamboat? What? Dante <laughs> Fox versus Killshot. Lucha Underground. From Lucha Underground. Hell, oh, Hell, Hell of God. War. Well, that was a good. That was a really good match. Honestly, that's a really, really good match.
2: You know what? Also is above Ric Flair.
1: I thought. I thought you were going to keep going, Give me like some of these most random matches possible. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. That's a good uh, match. At the, Watched uh, that recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Anything else shocking? Uh, nothing else that's really popping off the page here. There's a lot of Omega, Bushi, Okada. A God. lot. God. Okada, 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 Okada. Try to say Okada
2: five times best.
1: Okada, 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 Okada. Okada
2: kind uh, of what is this show <laughs> i don't know we're just we're done we're done uh what was your match of the week
1: oh well, shit uh give me a second i don't remember man you know what i watched this morning <laughs> never gonna guess okay
2: give me a hint
1: someone returned out of their 90-day clause from being fired Biff Busick versus Slade. No, it's on the list to watch, but I did not watch it. That was watch, really I good. I don't, I don't watch the rest of the show, so I'm just going to watch the rest of the show. Their 90 days ended. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
2: you watched Jacob Fatu versus Killer Cross. I
1: did, I did, I did.
2: I did I'm sorry.
1: 2.5, baby, 2.5. Yeah, that's the Killer Cross special, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Ryan Icy. So you can follow me at Ryan Icy on Twitter. My match of the week. <laughs>
2: remember we were usually going to do that at the beginning of the show?
1: Do what? The, plug ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's What was Sunday? What was what was last Sunday? What day is it? Sixth? Last Sunday was the 30th? The first, right? First? I don't remember. Um, yeah. So my match of no. the week. The 30th, yeah. The 30th. The 30th. My match of the week is going to blow everyone's socks off. Their entire gourds are going to be flying out. Ready? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> the Say it. A match of the week is Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa versus Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Random, but
1: Random. fair enough. It was pretty good match. Pretty good. pretty good. Pretty good. I think that more says about my thoughts on other matches that happened this week. Oh, we
2: uh, yeah. We never got into that because I know you did not like it as much as everyone else did. Which one? Punk and MJF. Yeah. I wasn't too
1: into How do you know that? Which is
2: my match of the week. How do you know I didn't like it
1: as much as most people? I don't think I tweeted Ah, uh, Because it. you
2: didn't tweet about it.
1: I did not tweet about it. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I didn't watch the show live, so I didn't tweet, I didn't tweet about anything, I think. Oh. Fair
2: enough. Uh that'll be my match of the week because I realized that the uh Osprey Oku match happened technically last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll do MJF and uh, uh the other guy. Um <laughs> I could not think of his name. Uh you know, just one of my favorites of all time. Couldn't name him. Uh anyway, you can follow me at Scotty Wrestling on the Twitter. And uh, you know what? Um this was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was an episode i have no idea what's on the docket for next week um probably nothing uh oh we're probably uh preview impact no surrender so that's awesome <laughs> but, you know die a little bit there oh uh we don't we don't talk sweet saturday money so we won't be previewing that uh
1: um, well, no well we're definitely not gonna be i don't think we're going to be talking about it. is that happening next week It happens a week
2: after. I'm talking previews here, buddy.
1: (laughs) We maybe Uh, maybe we'll review some of the Noah stuff. Maybe we'll review Warrior. Uh, Yeah. To preview, Um, there would be
2: there'll be a day butt in uh, AEW that we'll talk about.
1: That's probably that's true. We'll definitely talk about that. We could review Black Label Pro is returning as an indie. Probably won't be making the cut. GCW show probably won't make the cut. Impact we can preview. Might probably make the cut. Probably will. Yeah. New Japan, night fourteen and night fifteen. We can preview night fourteen. Uh oh, yeah,
2: night... title matches next there's week. T- and, uh, yeah, so we'll preview uh Naito and Okata. Uh
1: we'll preview that not next episode, but the week following. That's, no, that's the week following
2: is when it happens.
1: Week following it happens. Oh yeah, because well when we wake up um, on a yeah, Friday. I thought it was Saturday, Sunday. Or for us it's <sighs> Saturday Sunday.
2: It's on the twentieth. Oh yeah, that's Sunday. Oh fuck.
1: Well, that's it would a, happen in the morning. It would happen first thing yeah, in the morning. So
2: first. I will wake up I will wake up special that day and make sure I watch it
1: we'll, We can preview IWGP Jr. Heavyweight Tag, heavyweight tag, US title.
2: Oh man, we didn't preview Master Wato challenging uh, El Desperado
1: this week. Ooh, oh, dang. No. Oh no. Uh we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about reason. it at all. Saudi show, fuck that. Fuck um, that shit.
2: Goldberg's back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, what a it. show this week!
2: This is one fun. of our finest performances. You know, It's I one think, of our finest. I think
1: performances. this is a fun one, and we didn't get to all the questions like I thought. So, yeah, I, th- I
2: think we need more of nothing happening. <laughs> we can just shoot the shit for two hours.
1: Yeah, but I, I, we'll save these questions, folks, for next time. We need questions.
2: I'll see my battle cry. Exactly so thank you everybody
1: for listening to this week's episode of ring post radio scotty serenades us out if you
2: share. like the show follow us on twitter Ooh. at
1: <laughs> buy some merch we have we obviously have ideas for t-shirts mikey uh mikey is uh making up the designs i think for more merch and just in general for count out so uh, we'll, we'll get that together, but we'll come. Yeah, up I with need some my stuff. quote shirt of Ric Flair stinks or whatever. I think there should be a bumper sticker.
2: <laughs> I don't remember what it, what did I even say.
1: <laughs> I'm more entertaining than Ric Flair or something like that. Um, something like that. I'm more excited. I mean, it's Ric Flair. true. Uh, uh, something. Uh, I don't know
2: why I picked Ric Flair, but that was the man I chose violence against today.
1: That's true. I chose violence against Ethan. A loyal fan anyways oh my god you sure did <laughs> <laughs> i love you anyway too. so long all right farewell goodbye everybody have a good week we'll see, be back next week for our new episode of ring post radio this has been a count out podcast